Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, go to PCAPaintEd.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the Apple Store and Google Play. Today we feature audio from the Brothers of the Brush podcast with Chris Kerfoot. This episode is sponsored by 3M, Conquer, and PPG. Now then, Bar Bob is back, a place where decorators from around the world drop in to unwind, chat crap, and catch up in a bar-like atmosphere. In this episode, we have myself, Chris Kerfoot, Scott Barney, Brendan of BSA Decor, along with Adam of Dope Decor, who is an expat down under, and another top Aussie, Brent Seat. And also, Harry Monaghan drops in and late and misses last orders. If you ever want to join us, the doors open majority of the time around the first Monday evening of each month. So you know the score, stick on your headphones, get a brew or a beer, join us as Bar Bob is coming in your ears. Bob, Bob, been a while. Been a while. We're back. Uh, I've had a break. Just called Scott to have a break. <laughs> All right, I'm fine. I'm, I'm happy with the break. Was, so, was, so was I. Break to break be down. honest, I was, I was feeling a bit. I think Christmas will come in, and I'm getting a bit burnt out. I think, and I, I know signs are coming. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. you know what? I need, I need a break. You know, it's. Uh, mm. I live and breathe it, and it was getting a bit too much. You know, yeah. and it's. Uh, yeah. But I then think I stopped on the seventeenth or something, seventeenth of December. Yeah, but when it's not there, I miss it. <laughs> it's oh, like the kids right. when they're at the parents, you miss them. When they're at home, they do your tits in. <laughs> Pretty much, it's, yeah. It's um for me, it was just. Well, I was got. It wasn't dreading to go back. It was just like. Um, I'm too happy being at home right now because I was driving an hour to and from work and yeah. I always constantly for some reason just painting white which has been a bugbear of mine for ages still is um, so I found <laughs> that unicorn um, just roaming through but it's I think I was once I got back into the swing of it I was happy yeah and, and then like two weeks after that I got COVID so it was like, nice. Oh, so I had to have another break, yeah. to sit down. It's and it, it's what? What do we yes. do? Do we just? Are we just going to be on and off all the time? Every time you get COVID, you have to have a week off. Well, they're going to be it all, aren't they? Yeah, but is that mean like week? forty-eight hours in it? If you feel fine I, after I think, forty-eight hours, get back to it. Yeah, they're they're going to uh, stop. Uh, sending out free tests, I believe. Don't take my word as gospel. No, you're right. I think yeah. Yeah, I could be. I could be completely wrong, but it's. Um, where does it stand after all this time that we're being? Even now, we've still got restrictions. So, what difference is it? You know, in a couple of weeks' time, what? what is Steve Roll? Is Steve Roll being balls and the Rover egg pudding? Way I look at it, yeah. or it's like. 
they've got what they wanted and done in herd immunity in a roundabout way and weakened it because at the end of the day it's a, it's a bad flow in it it's another strain or a bad flow that ain't going yeah. anywhere we've got to live with it they've weakened it so they can cope and it's going to unfortunately kill people that are susceptible to it like a flu does you know and yeah. it's just well, we've got to go on we can't afford to stop everything and it's shit in it mm. you know it's oh, yeah. Well, well, I, I worked all over. I worked all over Christmas. All over it, as in like even I, on, like, I think I had, day and stuff. I had four four days off, maybe. So like Christmas Eve, no Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day. Even went in on New Year's Eve morning. Oh, bugger! And that. then, well, birthday, the problem yeah. was I had I had COVID in the September last year. Yeah. No, right. no symptoms, nothing. Just had to isolate for ten goddamn days, which was just infuriating, you know, because I abided by the rules. Um, but I had a church to do, yeah. um, a big, big church. But and the day I, the day I was meant to start it was a day I tested positive. And um, yeah, and I said, look, can't do it. Da, 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 da. No, Craig, look, not a problem. Just stay safe. At the time, it was still stay safe. Make sure you're okay. Yeah. And I said, yeah, fine, let's reschedule. And I, he said, I said, when is the best time? He said, well, you're not going to like it. He said, in between Christmas and New Year. I went, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. So I so, just went in and smashed it out, and I finished it the first week in January. It took me a good... But over Christmas, because it was quiet, I just completely broke the back of it. All the prep, all the sand, all the filling, yeah. everything. I'll just take that opportunity to introduce you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, Craig Knight of CK... Is it CK painting and spraying you are? Yeah. Painting and decorating. Oh, painting and decorating. I didn't know if you were painting and spraying. You're, you're no. Craig Knight. Obviously, there's me and Scott and you, Craig Knight, <laughs> and anymore if they turn up. But I had uh, I had COVID before jabs were out in November, and I had it pretty bad. It frightened me. But this year at Christmas, I had food poisoning, and that was actually worse than the <laughs> that was worse than the COVID. That I was yeah. in a rat yard it, right over New Year, my birthday and all. So I stayed in on New Year's Eve on my birthday. Right over that, I was rough for days. Do you lose really. any weight? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I've been at gym anyway, but I, lo- I lost about four or five pounds in a week. Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah, I was really rough. Yeah, I, was, I, I think I was just sweating it out. Mm. It's, uh, but after that, started year we bang, four-day weeks. Um, got bored and went back to five-day weeks. <laughs> <laughs> There's only so much stuff you can do, though, isn't there? You know, and the... I mean, people say, yeah, yeah, Friday. I'm not one for lounging about, you know, and just sitting on my ass at home. So I think, what? I'd end up going into workshop and doing something. I thought, I might as well go work and get paid for it, aren't I? Yeah, there is that. There is that. There's, uh, a, there's a local decorator I know, Tommy TL. Do you know who you, yeah. you follow him? Tom Card, yeah, TLC, yeah. He's four day week, goes hiking, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he goes hiking with his dog, Otis, and what's happened to me the other day? And he said, mate, this ain't covering, this ain't covering. And he said, I said, well, you might just have to give it another coat tomorrow. He sent me a voice note back. He went, tomorrow's Friday, mate. I go walking on a Friday. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, said, he's, he's covering today. <laughs> I wish, I would, well, I don't know, I wish, but I think, I would like to think I could handle a four-day week, but I think, um, I just don't think I could. I think I'd be like, well, I could push it on a little bit further if I came in tomorrow. That would be me. I've, I've wanted mm. for a few years now to do... I know uh, Nick Slavic does it over in the States, done it four, four ten-hour shifts. They have a three-day yeah. weekend. Yeah. But I'm thinking, 
I could just, if I went in for a couple hours Friday morning, I could finish it. And then I'd just yeah. get stuck in that routine, which is easy for me to get stuck in work holic. I'd just end up, I'd just push it till dinner. Other hours at work, I might as well work till dinner. Next thing, I'd be doing four 10-hour shifts and an eight-hour shift on a Friday. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's just reining it in. With, with the 10-hour with the shifts, how, how does that work for breaks? Like, not saying that I live for breaks, but... Um, See you, the, need, you need to have some, yeah. like... See, the breaks won't period. bother me. I just think, would your customers be happy if you started at eight and finished at six? Yeah. It depends what you're doing and where you are. And <laughs> I've, yeah. I've, I've noticed that I put a lot more hours in in the workshop. If I'm there, I think, right, well, I'm going to get all that sprayed up. It's going to go in front of the heaters for a while. That I get to a point with what I'm doing, and then yeah. I give myself a break. See, where, where, I, th- I think, again, this mm. for me, this has come down to demographics, because where I live... Most people are home from work half five. You know, mm. when when I've worked in London, what, early 90s, people aren't going in till half seven, eight o'clock at night because they're commuting, so it probably won't be a problem. But I think where I live, they won't be so keen on it. You know, they're trying to have tea with kids and all they can eat is, mm, it's Andrew in background. I don't yeah. think they'd be mm. impressed, would they? No. Well, well, what, what That's the thing. That's a, they, they want you there to do the job. So they've got a... I think... Um, like you shouldn't feel bad for trying to do your job quickly yeah. for them. Um, obviously, I think it's a, a conversation to be like, like, I can either do eight-hour days or ten-hour days, and yeah. then maybe have a conversation that way. And be like, either way, I mean, you're going to have five or four days a week. Yeah. But I think again, like if you, if you was like halfway through a job and you and it was on Thursday, and they're like, right, see you tomorrow, and you're like, no, I'm not in tomorrow. Yeah. Not one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and they're like, well, you could finish this tomorrow. And be like, yeah, I could, but I'm going to have a day. Yeah. I'm going to have a day off tomorrow because I've been working. Well, that that, that brings us on to what I think a lot of us have forgot what we went self-employed for to please ourselves, and we forget, don't oh. we? You do forget very quickly. Yeah, I want to work my own hours and please myself, and do and it. You forget. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yes, Brendan. Yeah, yeah. I must have got code off you, did he? You what? He must have got code off you. Yeah, he did, yeah. Yeah. Hot on it. Here he is, Brendan. You all right? Hello. Another one. We're getting busy tonight. That's it. (laughs) Brendan, you got Craig, Craig Knight, Brendan, BSA. Don't know if you know each other. We're just just discussing at the moment, Brendan, um, 40 hour weeks. uh, Sorry, uh, four four day weeks. Right, okay. Would would it work? Benefit or the downside? Both. Would it work? Uh, sounds nice, but I don't think it, I don't think I could do it. Right? Do you, would you get the itch? What to go back on the fifth day? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so hard to switch off, isn't it? I, I think as well. What yeah. you're saying, um, if if, if uh, you was going into say, or if you was in someone's house and you like got one more day to finish, and it's on the Thursday, and you're like, right, I'll see you later. And, and then they're like, right, see you in the morning. You're like, nah, I've got Friday off. Oh, <laughs> exactly. And then they're like, whoa, 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 we want this done tomorrow. You're running so into another week, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So then does that mean your next week's going to be a three-day week? Because you won't On the next it. job it will yeah, be, yeah. That's true, yeah. You're yeah. not going to start a job on a Thursday, are you? Yeah. No. It's not, it's it's not going week. on the Friday. <laughs> it's, it's, no. either, it's either that or... You go in on the Monday and finish that, and then your next job, you're only doing three days on it before you're off again. <laughs> it's, it's, 
Yeah. It's it's a weird one. I think as well with timings and um, I always think like if it doesn't matter how long I'd stay at a job. Sometimes I'll, I'll stay a bit later just to get something done. But a lot of the times you kind of go, well, that's painted, that's painted, that's still drying. This is not ready for me to sand. That needs yeah. to be done in the morning. You can't really do everything all in the day, if you know what I mean. So See, I, I, need... I've, I have a set routine in my head and have it, as anal as I am, have it planned out what I need to get done. And if I've got it done for two o'clock, I'll do another na- hour to get me an hand for the next day. And then if it's like three hour past it, oh, that'll do. But also, I always taught if you've got out to fill, stop at three o'clock, fill that, and then in the morning, carry on with what you would have done for the last hour because you feel it'll be dry. So I, I, worked yeah, with, yeah. I worked on yeah. the firm once and I was dropping stuff off with Gaffy. We were moving jobs. And I remember we went to this flat above a shop, a massive flat in Scarborough. Three blokes sat under our at half past nine in the morning. And he says to him, what are you doing? Oh, we fill, we, fill, we fill this, waiting for it filler to dry. So they were sat there till yeah. early afternoon, waiting for it to dry. And he says, That's what are we doing? Dry in time. Yeah. I, dry, I, hate I, hate the, I hate the term dry in time. There's always something else you can be doing. And he says to you me, he what? says, what would you do? I said I'd have filled it at three o'clock yesterday. Yeah. Do you, mm. do you know what as well? With two prey fillers. Oh, the recoat times. <laughs> yeah, my God. How 16 hours. 16 to 24 hours. What, what, what was the one that? That's what you have to do a four-day week. So you fill it on Thursday and come back and stand on the Monday. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Uh, your, oh, hey, up! You're recording and uploading, Brendan. Hey. Uh, you, <laughs> you're on the Samsung phone, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I'm on a tablet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we know everything. It's uh, oh. apparently. How do bra- I stop it? Uh, you'd probably have to download Chrome onto your browser and do it through Chrome. Oh, uh, yeah, I did say that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let, me, let, me dis- let me disappear for a minute then. I'll be okay, back in I'm- a minute. Does that mean he's not recorded then? Uh, it's saying he weren't. It looked like it were. It were uploading, but I don't know. It's We'll soon so find out. No, other way around. Us, us talking to him and no answer. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it's it's a, it's a, it don't like it only likes bumming Chrome. I mean, it's good, but it's much better than Zoom because Zoom's been rubbish for the last couple of yeah. years. At least you kind of spotted that before yeah. the whole the whole episode so yeah. Brendan said it would be hard so his voice won't be recorded then it said it didn't but it uploading so I don't know it's his first time I've used it but I just thought well Zoom's unreliable whenever it sends yeah. links out for Zooms I'm sat in the <laughs> one I've sent the link out for and everybody else is sat in a different one yeah, it's like we're in two always, different it rooms. It was always a different, yeah, it was yeah. always a different room. Like, where is everyone? Why are you not inviting me? Yeah. <laughs> so I just thought, well, I'll see what else. And this uh, moment seems to be better as long as everyone's using Chrome or the app. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, so Craig, you was on last year. Um, was. Yeah, what's changed since then for you? Everything really. Um, just seems to be getting uh, so. Over COVID, after I spoke to you, I gave myself a real kick up the backside and um, said, right, how do we push this forward? My wife was also thinking about changing her job, same setting in nursery work and whatnot. Um, but she desperately wanted to go term time only because of the kids. Yeah. Um, and I said, well, 
that could work to my advantage as well for for being out a little bit longer. Because um, I was, I was doing a lot of school drop-offs, school pickups. Because you, you went, you went real quiet with painting side on social media, didn't you? Yeah, I just, just, I just had a because well, mainly because I didn't have a lot on. What I tried to do over COVID, a bit like a bit like everyone else, I expect in the self-employed world, is was what do I need to get in each month just to just to survive? Yeah. No one was going anywhere. No one was doing anything. You know, um, so we, we come up with a number, and I was just doing odds and sods. To be honest, I even did some 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 like odd jobbing. I, I did. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, and um, yeah, I did. That's that's what I did. So I did. Yeah, there wasn't a lot on the social media front, but there was a plan. And um, I said, look, really like me in workshop. I've got the I've got the puma. I think I'd only just got the puma when I spoke to you. Yeah. And um, and I was trying testing it out in a mate's in a mate's garage that he's going to knock down soon to build his own house on. Blah blah blah. And I said, yeah, there's merit in this. Let's do it. And now I've got the workshop, which is about ten minutes down the road from me. Big industrial unit, spray booth in the lot. Jamie helps me out a lot if Jamie's that Jamie's there because he's only half an hour away from me. Yeah. Um, and Geordie as well. They're they're really really good. I haven't been on the courses with them, and now yeah. Geordie's part of Jamie. Which is which is good. It's it's good to and not only those two, other people as well. Other people, you, you can always put feelers out and, and yeah. ask, and you know the ones that will happily give you advice. Yeah, um, which is great. So I've got the workshop, did the website as well. Got a website now, and that seems to just why you know it's one of those things. Why didn't I do that five years ago? I've, do you know I've just paid for mine tonight to be built. I've, I've oh, got one built. Working group did it, but Job ma- done. Man's full of stock photos, and I've moved. I moved host about a year and a half ago from the website provider because they weren't doing great with it. They, mm. They'd cut and paste a lot of the wording I found out after from somebody else. Yeah, uh, and I've just moved it. Well, I moved it 18 months ago and I did no, nothing with it because I was just busy with everything else. Mm-hmm. Then I actually rung the bloke I deal with uh, about two weeks ago, got everything in place. It was when I had my day off and I was sat in Costa. I had a meeting with him over the phone while I was in there. Got it on. Yeah. He's just actually sent me price tonight, and I've paid for it. Uh, yeah. But I just said to him, no rush, as long as it's done for August. Uh, I was I was busy up to the beginning of August when I spoke to him. It's It's gone past that now. And I just said, says, as long as it's in place, just to stay, to use Boris's term, to stay ahead of the curve. Yeah, exactly. You know, but it's, people miss whether websites work, but for me, it works. Yeah, and I was very dubious to start off with because, like, Someone really gonna and even like I got the, that was the other thing I wanted Kate to get involved more with the side of the business as well yeah. because it was a big jump. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden you're you've only got to pay out for like the lease on your van. Now yeah. I've got the lease on the van, the workshop, electric, all you know. I got to I got to find my utilities and everything now as well. So prices have had to go up, um, and and that's 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 a different ball game. But yeah, it's it, the website when it went live. I showcased it to my networking group and they were just like, that's what you can do now with that spray. I was the like, thing is, it's, it's all visual and that's what people want to see. I mean, it's all right on Instagram. Yeah. You get you mm. get different people. I suppose it depends on your customer base. You get different people on Facebook, Instagram and looking at your website. And I've, I find a lot of them have pre-qualified you before they ring you, like contractors used to. The, the one rung me last week, uh, Friday, had to go a bit out of the way Friday night. I was in a bit of an arse because I had to go a bit out of my way to look at it. Told her I'll visit for August, you're fine with that because I thought that might put her off. So I went to look at it. 
says, I've looked on your website, do this, you do this and do this. says, yeah. Went and looked at it. Uh, I was sat Saturday. Sunday I was sat. No, Saturday I was sat. I was lounging about. I went for my boots on Saturday, so I was lounging about. Uh, I moved on to Joyce anyway. Did the quote on Joyce. In about 10 minutes, pinged it across. You looked at it an hour later and paid a deposit. You know, yeah. but they've all pre-qualified you. So all you've got to do is go and make that connection and see if you gel with them, innit? It, it is, yeah. yeah. No, I, I went and quoted up 30 sash windows a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And she said, you know, look, sorry for not getting back to you. We've had another price. It's this. It couldn't have been that because I think it was just a, a Billy B, a Billy B quote yeah. that they pinged back across to me, which is fine. People do it. I said, look, not I'm not ten percent off, but it is. You've got to understand, it's a lot of work. Yeah. What are the other people not doing for yeah. that amount of money? You know, look at look at my quote. Look at what I've laid out for you. Yeah. You know, you need repair care on some of those windows. I, I saw one on a, a group other day, because I've got to a point now where I'm fed up educating customers why I'm dearer. It, it sounds <laughs> big headed, but I just think I can't be asked. There's, I, I might be getting lazy because there's plenty of work about, and I just think I'll just move on to the next one. I can't be bothered, you know. Yeah. When they say oh, you're a bit dear, so and so, I just think I can't be bothered to explain it. But I saw yeah. on a, a Facebook group the other day that it's, it's not to do with decorating; it's like a business, well, it's a tradesman's one, and he'd done an ebook, and it was basically laying out their service, what they do, and why they do it. And he just points, sends an ebook. I thought that could be a good idea. It's, yeah. like, it's like an FAQ, isn't it? Yeah. It's like could, most almost, commonly asked questions. Yeah, you could almost have like a little um, a QR scan code or something like that on a business card. Yeah. You bang that in and it'll point you directly <laughs> to either a page on the website saying why you are better. Yeah. And then you can list all the reasons. You've got videos, pictures, um, and why, not why they should hire you, but why... I've, you are charging the amount that you are. I know somebody who's got a website like that. I don't think they've got the... the uh, uh, Brendan's back. <laughs> he, he's back. Brendan's back. Brendan's back. Are we sorted out? Yeah, you're recording now. Uh, yeah, I know somebody that's got that on the website, like free, frequently asked questions, blogs, what we do, befores and afters. So that's sort of that thing, but I don't think they have the QR code, which is a good idea I'll mention to them. Uh, but yeah it's a good idea that to point him and said this is why I'm this is the service I provide yeah Manet's £420 for that job I'm 680 and this is why mm. you know we we look after your stuff with Dustless Sanding I mean Dustless Sanding isn't even a selling point anymore is it not anymore no. it's not no, no. <laughs> everyone and the dogs got it haven't they standard well, now isn't it it, they have, but sometimes it's um, how they use it as well. I mean, yeah. not everyone goes as far as, say, I'd like to or Brendan. Well, anyone in this group, let's be honest, yeah. or anyone listening, most probably. We, I like to go to the empty degree. I love to get it as flat and smooth as possible, like it's never been really painted before. And then it's just it just looks so much fresher. There's, like, mm. there's nothing more I hate than like old brush marks or a really heavy... A heavy Stipple ball. Why, 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 why are on subject to abrasives? Has anybody got any favourites at the moment? Because I find they're all lacking a bit of room. I really want to try the 3M. Yeah, I want to try some. Because it's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> and it's damn cheap. And it's but how many are you going to go through? 
Yeah, well, I've, I've, heard, I've heard that with the sear. It's cheap, but it's yeah. false economy because you're burning through them quicker than you would a, a branded. I did that exactly that today with a sear. 240, 240s, one side of a door if I was lucky. Yeah. Mm. Ed, right, right. yeah. Did you find Did you find Ed, Edge ragged on it pretty quick? Yeah. Why is it roll, roll in? Yeah. It rolls, it rolls in and under. Yeah. yeah. I, I tried oh. some of the uh, Fez Tool Abernet the other week. Any yeah, good? Same thing. Grenette. That does nah. No. Nah. I, I still I prefer the Abron. Uh, the the uh, yeah, the Grenat. Still prefer that. Yeah. The the um when when I uh oh, sorry my words are not coming out today. <laughs> when I had the RTS, well, I still got the RTS, but I had the uh, Merco abrasives on there, uh, the Abronet abrasives, because everyone's like, oh, they're they the best. They do keep uh, the like the the roughness really well, like yeah. the the durability yeah. are good, but the the edges just roll in and you end up throwing it away because you're ruining your backing pad. Yeah, because it's just like your edges are gone and then all of a sudden it will just fly off. Yeah. Like, all, all they've got to do, I found, all they have to do with Festool one is that if you're sanding a wall, if you got to corner and you just clipped it with edge disc, it'd yeah. curl. Yeah, yeah, and, and then make the. Yeah. Where's your paper? Shaky. Your paper sort of curves back on the backing pad, yeah, and, and moulds round it a bit. Do you use Abernet or Abernet Ace? Abernet. I use Abernet. Is Abernet Ace or the Abernet? Normal. No, one. just the just the Abernet. The Aces are so much better. They oh, last. Right. They last two, three times longer than normal Abernets. I think the ones in cars. I don't know. They sell them. They sell them in KB. No, the the yeah, Aces for cars. Yeah. I've, I've used a car one. I was paying eighteen quid a box for the car one. They wear yeah. out pretty quick. Very. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I've, I've tried yeah. the Abernet Ace ones. I think I got five free ones, and they're pretty good. But I just thought it's bloody expensive. There's a lot of money, but then you you probably get an equivalent of what double a box. You know. Yeah. 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 It depends what you're sanding though. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah, it really does depend. I mean, I was only keying up lack, old pine lacquer doors today for a pre-cap primer. You know, and it's just it, I was like, right, okay, well, I got these seal ones. I'll use them. I'll let them burn on that. But then at the same time, the seal with the two forty sears and the three twenties, they're really good for knocking back the pre-cap primer, like on MDF. Yeah, they just knock it back really well and get the fibres back. So, getting really geeky, mm. what's what's your most common grit on domestics? 120. Yeah, I thought it was just me. I had to clear what, this job I'm on. I had to wait till two hours the other day for uh, paint to dry, uh, not paint, for uh, Bonner to dry on floor. So I thought, I'll clean back in my van out. Six boxes of 120. <laughs> well, one, bo- one box of 80, one box of 240, and a box of 400, but six boxes of 120 discs. Nice. Was it as in they were they were filled to the brim with new discs. I think five was yeah. Oh. I, I don't because be, there's like a little storage bit in back of my van under shelves, and I don't. Do I, need, I took them under there. Was it two two fifty two hundred fifty sheets? I won't be buying any do for need, a bit. Will do I? you need that many on the van? I mean, I so, it sounds see. like there's a raffle coming up soon. I, no, I've, 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 yeah. What yeah. I think what I've done, I bought them when I thought, oh, I must must <laughs> top, stock up on them, must stock up, put them back at van. Forgot I've got them because, like I said, there's a storage bit under shelves uh, mm. behind, behind sustainers where I took them right up. So I don't always look in there. There's like I think half a dozen liners for uh, pelicans, the boxes. Uh, Style Easter brushes, whatever they are. 
Uh, not laying off brushes, Brendan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are they? Uh, but yeah, they were tucked under there, and I thought I must have put them under there when I've got them. I thought, right, I'll save them then, stock my little tub up that I have, and then just bought more and more boxes and forgot to bloody go them. But I thought, is it is it a common? Obviously, one twenty is a common blooming. Uh, I think I'll go through about you know three boxes of one twenty to every box of eighty. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Right. Right. Ask me nearly a year. 80s, see, I'll go through 80s. I mean, if there's something that is just not getting it for 120, I get impatient. I'm like, right, you're coming up. Yeah, you're, like, getting, you're going down a bit more, yeah. I'll smooth you up with the 180 afterwards. See, I, 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 I find it. 80s sometimes don't... It's not that they don't smooth it off, they don't cut it as quick. It's like yeah, too aggressive. I, I can't remember who said it was. It's something to do with the speed as well. It acts more as a polisher than it does an abrasive. Yeah. What, an 80? Yeah, I, yeah, I found I found sometimes I can knock it off quicker with a 120 than I can an 80. Yeah. If it's going too quick, it doesn't yeah. bite into the material, apparently. Mm-hmm. They didn't actually test it. If you have it at like a, a highest speed on your marker, it'll just glide over. Obviously, it'll cut it back. Yeah. yeah. If you knock it down two speeds, it'll make a difference. I'll give yeah. it a go next time because um, I'm just helpful ever. I'm like full speed. Uh, it's too tense. <laughs> high speed and just try and knock it back but it does apparently it polishes it back it polishes it opposed to the brazen I hate it I hate it when it skips and because it, I think once it starts skipping then you need to start lowering the speed um, not lowering the speed but lowering the, the pressure vacuum. yeah, yeah. Like the, oh yeah oh, that's market boys don't have that option <laughs> no oh, yeah, yeah we do We've got, well, we've got a little dial thing, haven't we? Yeah. No, I've got old school. I'm old school, Merker. Oh, yeah? What, no one fought it? It's just the old original, like, Nell Fisk version, you know. But it's, it's a Merker, but yeah. On I've got off. No, I've got... On off. Huh? On off, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. I used to have 120T. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I used to have one of them. That one I started out with, and then I went to, then I went straight to Festool after that. I, I, yeah, I, I will admit... I, I will admit the Merkers are better extractors they're just stupidly chunky yeah that, you see I, I'm still I'm still like 50-50 yeah, each one has pros and each one has yeah. cons I mean the Merker is a much better machine all round yeah. but mm-hmm. it hasn't got anywhere to put a hose yeah it's heavy and bulky tips it's, over um, yeah, it's mm. I, I tell you it's what, got... I'm waiting for somebody to do. Mask one up and paint it so it looks like a minion. <laughs> <laughs> First person that does it, I'll send him a brush, brush baseball cap. Stick and a, a box of 120s. Yeah, a box of 120s. <laughs> I, know what, I know what I'm doing in the workshop tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. there you go. Mask it up. I'd love to see one. The Merca done as a bloody minion. <laughs> I think I've got some duct tape somewhere. <laughs> so, on, on, going back onto it, I'm now on. It's right. Okay, so I'm going to say Univar special, uh, specialty consumables. So yeah. that is the 3M. Mm, yeah. Right. The box for uh, for a box of 50 120s, including the VAT, 17 83. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty reasonable. And you can get, there's a couple of decorators out there that have got discount codes as well. <laughs> yeah. On top of that. Yeah, 10%. 10% discount if Jordy's you use their got, code. Jordy's got 10%. Yeah. Jen, Jen's got 10%. Yeah. What, on, on, on Univar? Yeah, your man, Rushy. Lee, yeah, Lee Jones. Uh, Dan Rolfe. Yeah. Yeah, they seem to have um, got in there pretty quick, I think. The ambassadors. 
Yeah. That's their commission. That's their little thing. Yeah. For the three 3M? Yeah, not just for them, but you, yeah, there's loads, loads of stuff. You can yeah, for, there, but you know, I think it's majority way back. I mean, to be fair, I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I laugh sometimes when people put on brilliant delivery from, you know, Univar console. But we're going to say that you're an ambassador. You're not going to turn around and say they were shit slow. But to be fair yeah. to Univar, I used them. I think I first used them about three years ago before they were big on social media, yeah. and because I. I don't always use one brand of tape. It looks like I do, but I don't. I still use Tether. I know other ones limit. Well, I'll say it. I know Q1's limitations. You can't use it everywhere. And mm-hmm. I use I use Tether, and their Tether external that's cheapest anywhere by anywhere by far. I think yeah. I bought some of that, and I think it was the Evo stick version of Big Wipes from them because they were just beating everybody prices. With mm-hmm. the, the service was spot on. You know, but um, yeah, they've got a ten percent discount code, so yeah. I, I might have to get a box to try. Even well, if it's full price, I still for that price, it's a lot cheaper than Merkin. Uh, depends how many mm. burn through again, though, doesn't it? Side by side, isn't it? Need yeah, get, need to get it tested. Yeah, get two need two the, blokes the on the same thing yeah. on, well, on the floor, just, wooden floor. I was standing today. You'll do that panel. I'll do with this. Just do it. Just like it. Yeah, video for you there, Scott. Idea for you. Nah. You and your oh, man, yeah. Rich. <laughs> you and your man, Scott, Rich. America, through and through. Sound I'll, get bo- I'll get a box of those pros and then I'll put them side by side in the workshop and see what I see what they do. Yeah. Yeah, you've got to. I, I think that's the only way. I mean, it's self-testing. I mean, I've, uh, I can remember Indasa. Indasa brought some out. And they oh, terrible. A colour. Yeah. The red. They go red, don't Did they? You get some, yeah, they go red. Yeah, I got, go I got red a sample box. Quickly. Did you get Weirdly. Get what? Get it from KB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't get rid of them quick enough. But actually, yeah. when they go red, they still work. I don't know what the colouring was. Yeah, it, didn't, the... it didn't knock the abrasive off. No, apparently that's to show um, uh, how long you got left on the pad or something like that. Or it was after like a minute. Yeah, I know. <laughs> terrible. I was like, well, this can't be good. That, I've, that's I've, still got, I've still got half of them. That's like <laughs> going back. <laughs> great. That's like going back to Dualux indicator pink. You remember that? Well, the pink. Oh, oh, yeah, the pink, pink gloss that dried white. Yeah. I think I got. I think I got asked on that. Well. Asked about that on a weekly basis. Oh, do you use that? Oh no. Then Sol- Solvite <laughs> did the paste, didn't they? The border yeah. adhesive that went on pink. Are you kidding me? No, they yeah. did pink, pink ready mixed adhesive like it in a like the tube, the border, the border paste in the tube. You ready mix went on pink, dry mm. and clear. I know, I know, I'm going to sound like an absolute knob, but like if you're painting a room and you're painting white and you need an indicator to show where you've been, what are you doing? Yeah. It's, it's, it's so you could see. Hard, I think it more aimed at. Uh, at retail, it would, it would, it would, it would white, white, white. Uh, I think I got a Tim Free, and we did a, a rental in Leeds with it. Had a real funny smell to it. It was a Dulux gloss, and if you were doing a flat door, know. you could tell where you'd been. I don't know if if you either of you like or any of you guys seen um, Lick's new advert. It just popped up on the sponsored, and it just it just rages me. I mean, I, I, I want them to do well because they've they've got like nice. You know, they've got a nice logo, they've got this. The colours look all right. Um, I think they're quite rival to a Farron Ball colour chart or something like that. Mm. Does, but the tins, I, I think they've changed them now, which is good. They've actually listened to the act, like decorators being like, we can't get the last 100 mils out. Um, but it's, oh, what was it? They're, 
they show like someone roll, but it's like the the heaviest roller. I know the one you mean. Yeah. Oh yeah, I saw that actually. Yeah. It looks like it covers in one. Yeah, you're like. Well, that's what they're trying to sell, aren't they? They're not trying to sell it to us. They're trying to sell it to the public. And if they can sell it to the public as a pretty much a one coat paint, the public are going to buy it. Anything. That's the thing that they're saying, like woodwork or metal and this and you're like, "Mm, can it really? Does it really stick to anything? Like, you put on heavy enough. It's, it's, yeah, the, but it's the one coat thing. To me, that just, I just think, oh, you're going downhill. You know? Yeah, one coat is. Um... Yeah, but that, that's the thing, though, Chris, to us, it is going downhill. Yeah. For, 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 for four professionals talking about that right now, that is downhill. Mm. But uh, to Mrs. Miggins, that's. It's a step in the right direction. Because she's only got one day at the weekend yeah. to paint her bedroom. Yeah, true, yeah. Yeah, I can see That's that. That's the thing. It's, it, but it's how much waste is you going to get out on them tins because you can't get your brush in to scrape it out. But, ah, oh, who's it? Matt, uh, I don't know if it's Matt Marriott. Um, I don't know if he's been using it. No, not Matt Marriott. Is it Matt Marriott? Matt Marriott Interiors? There's Marriott Interiors oh, yeah, and yeah, Matt yeah. Marriott's yeah. Insta Sprayer. Marriott Interiors, I saw. Marriott Interiors, then. Sorry, not Matt Marriott. Yeah. Um, That's a fun name to say. I do like saying Matt Marriott. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It just rolls off the tongue. Um, But he's using it. He said, uh, not Matt Marriott, Matt Interiors. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, Marriott Interiors. Marriott Interiors. Listen back and then come back to this point. Just skip that last 15 seconds where I ramble (laughs) on And come back. And then, yeah, he's using it. He said, well, what if you just put some water in it and just shake it around? Anyway, yeah. You're gonna you're gonna be watering or knocking down your paint anyway, so why not yeah. use it to get it to to knock it down anyway? Um, yeah, to get the last out of your. You I suppose, yeah, yeah. It just reminds me of old Castrol GTX tins. Oh yeah, exactly. Everyone will have a tin opener in their toolbox soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just crack that open just to try and scrape it all back. But then after that, you're like, oh, I've got some more to pull back and I've ruined the tin. I've got metal, metal filings in my paint. <laughs> yeah, what what these little rust dots on my wall? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's sparkle. <laughs> sparkle. Added <laughs> <laughs> a bit of sparkle in there. You'd be wearing fluffy cuff shirts next, Scott, when you're painting. <laughs> I already do it. I already do it. I can imagine. <laughs> I, I, to be honest, I, we we went to have a look at a wedding venue the other day. This is quite a funny story. It's nothing to do with painting. And um, we were sitting there. It was in a nice little cafe. And uh, I was sitting. I was like low down. These chairs were so tiny, but for some reason, I looked so small. And Abby was there. Abby's mum was there. And you could only see the back of my head. Now I've got this sweet mullet, like. <laughs> It was shining in the light, you know. It was it just had head and shoulders on it. And this uh, this guy comes over and he was like, "Hello, ladies." And then like, <laughs> down. and I was like, oh, no, "I looked at him, I was like, gentlemen, come on." And then he was like, oh, "I'm so sorry." He like he was ginger anyway, and his face just went red. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my He's god!" He's ginger anyway. You threw that in. <laughs> What's wrong with that? I'm ginger. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm a strawberry blonde. Boy. Moulin Rouge. He just went. He went as red as his hair, and it was like it was just. I've, I've never seen anyone go that color that quickly. That of just pure embarrassment. And then, yeah, we asked for some water and this um, for the table, and another person came over and said exactly the same thing. Proper busy. Different. 
And he was like, hello, ladies. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm done. <laughs> so, you know, now, now I'm identified as a, a lady. So, thank you. Here we are. We've got another one. Yeah, you just joined. Another one joined. It's <laughs> Brent. Brent. I was one. Yeah, what did I walk into there? That sounded pretty full on. If Scott no, was telling it's... us it was just veered off subject about his wedding venue. Oh, yeah. look out. Another man yeah, going to the, uh, to the dark side. <laughs> oh, yeah, got to. Jump in. So when Stag do, Scott, where are we going? I don't know. KB. KB. KB's free coffees, obviously. <laughs> We're going to talk about Merca abrasives. <laughs> so right. I, know, I know this is a subject Scott's touchy on. How did you spring last week, Scott? <laughs> hated it. Hated every second of it. But I enjoyed it. But I hate it at the same time. I hate it, it's, it's, it's the spray, what do you call it? Is it spray anxiety or spray anxiety? Spray anxiety. Yeah. Uh, because, I, it, uh, because I haven't done it, and it's just like, it, it's like, when I was calling you up and I'm trying to explain what I wanted to do, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And you're like, yeah, just crack on and do it. It's just like, okay, imagine <laughs> if I was a driver of a car and I've never driven on the it's, motorway. It's keys, here's a book, off you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm like, I have no idea. Like, I'm literally... Well, I have some idea, but I just question myself all the time. And, I'm like, right. and then as soon as I started to do it, and I was like, yeah, okay, this is pretty quick now. Like, it took like, this, it was huge Cornelius, uh, Cornelius, Cornelius, whatever you call it. Cornelius. Cornelius. Yeah, Cornelius the COVID. Um, and I was banging it out, and I was like, yeah, this is actually pretty good. Called you right back up at like half four, being like, oh, yeah, it's so easy. Put it in the water. Just, uh, and then I came back, and then the tip stopped working, and I'm like, well, what am I going to do? No, the real, no, the real problem start. Yeah, and I was like, right, okay. And I was like trying to take it out, and I was like, I was like nah, nah, that's not good. And then I, was, um, I took it off, and then I called you up, and I was like, mate, what am I going to do? You went, you got five on five, and I was like, yeah. Stick that in, and then I stuck that in, and I was like, "Why didn't I start with this one?" Yeah. Like, rather than like a two oh eight. I mean, I never heard oh, from nice. you after that, so I just assumed it yeah. went all well. I didn't leave until about half six, but that's because I, I cleaned down. Polishing his polishing his sprayer. Yeah, yeah, I just cleaned that, that bad boy down. I, I knew I had a good day at work, so. Will you be doing it again? Treated well. What? Will you be doing it again? Oh, is that yeah, it now? Yeah, yeah of course. No. I've, I've, I've got another job to go and do with it. Yeah. So, so we've so. got we've got Brendan joined us from Down Under. How are we doing, Brendan? Brent. Sorry, not Brendan. We've got Brendan. We've got Brent. Sorry, with the the one with big proper beefy beard is Brendan, and we've got Brent. I'm getting mixed up. So it looks like he's uh, yeah recovering from that, chemo with the old after five. That's what, yeah. that's what I'm aiming at, Brendan. Trying to get to your level. <laughs> It's, uh, That's a cracking beard. I've got to admit, that is that is a thing of beauty. Yeah, that, that's Brent, a beard. Yeah. <laughs> Been there a while. Uh, so what's, what's weather over there, Brent? Uh, it's not a very hot summer for us. It's been really wet, if anything. So we're struggling to get over about 32, 33. <laughs> um, not very so, hot, though. Yeah, it's been, it's been okay. Yeah. That, that, yeah, mate, I'll be melted. <laughs> there's, there's no way I'll be able to go on that. Scott would be like a milky puddle with gin, ginger hair on yeah. top of the floor. <laughs> oh, yeah. a, a lot of, like, Leanne's family talk about that, how hot it is, but 90% of our homes are set up to keep the heat out, so it's really mm. not a huge issue unless you venture outside. Yeah. 
So, yeah, it's just been – we've had a lot of floods, uh, but apart from that, it's been – yeah, it's been okay. We're, we're going we're, – we're sort of topping out about 12 and a half, 13 at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's – yeah, it's amazing. You guys hit 18 degrees and all of a sudden you're out in – you know, just shorts, no T-shirt, and that freaks me out. I'm still wearing a jumper. So, it's because we're not wimps. <laughs> <laughs> You're wearing a jumper at 18 oh, degrees. Yeah. No, no, at 18. No, at 32. Yeah, we, it's not uncommon to see someone on a job site here still wearing a jumper in the morning when it's 24, 25. Oh, bloody hell. Jesus. I'm done. Different me, Oh, yeah, I'm like flip-flops. <laughs> <laughs> flip-flops and a thong. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't be handling any I'm, more than 20. I'd, I'd be in a thong, it'd be like cheese wire through a lump of dough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so this this summer is, this summer's been, oh, touch wood, I mean, we've still got a little bit to go, but it's it's been, yeah, it's been pretty mild Yeah. for, for our normal standards. Yeah. So what what is it? Do you normally just get a choice of fire or flood, and that's it? Yeah, pretty much death either way. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's so well. It's weird. We were getting severe floods, and um, Western Australia were having really bad fires. So it's yeah, one or the other. Yeah, I think I'd rather be here then. You can have your weather. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I've got, I've got a question, please, Brent. Um, I've got two yeah. questions, if you don't mind. Yeah. These are Australian-related. Australian Far away, um, guys. As long as it's uh, about cricket, I'm happy. I'm afraid it's not. <laughs> it's going to be... Um, are, you, are you gutted that Neighbours is finishing? <laughs> I didn't even... Re- Neighbours is like Fosters. We ship that to countries we're not overly fond of. So we and didn't Peter really... Andre. Do you know what I mean? No, yeah, none of us, us realised it was still on. on. How did he wander back after all them years? <laughs> Just carry on. Um, that's, so yeah. yeah, between that and Summer Bay, yeah, we're not – that's hardly our finest hour. But, uh, yeah, we're – if it's over, it's over. I think you guys get, like, Coronation Street or Emmerdale or something like that over there. That's oh, the ship out. We've got – because I'm married to a POM, we've got ITV, BBC, you name a British show, and we can get it. Well, my wife found it anyway. <laughs> yeah, so, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> EastEnders. You, you, you'll give us Peter Andre, we'll give you soaps. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Although I do, I, all your detective shows are usually pretty good. Yeah. So yeah. I don't mind them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh, that's fair. I'm going to say Looper and other other programs. That, what's the Line of Fire? Fantastic. Like that? Line, line oh. of Duty is really good. Line of Duty, that's yeah. the one, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know how to do a series. You'll do it in five or six episodes, yet the Americans seem to take, like, four years. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you guys sort of get in, get it done, get out, which is really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, open, open close. Apart from, obviously, like, in excess and majority of ACDC have we had any good music out of Australia totally jeez just a random one yeah Men apart from are they are they Australian Men at Work Men at Work yeah 
men at work are usually pretty good. Um, yeah. Midnight oil, were uh, they Aussie? Midnight oil were. Yeah. Yeah, Peter Garrett went on the, uh, who's the lead singer, he went on the political trail. <clears throat> you know, he was all uh, save the whales and stuff like that and then uh, found out that he was a terrible politician so he sort of faded off and just into obscurity. But, um, yeah, no, music, we don't really have a massive, I mean, I've no doubt you guys will point some out, but we don't have a lot we ship out, I don't think. Not that I know of. Yeah. What's, what's your mean. personal choice then, Ben, music? Uh, yeah, I've, it depends what I'm doing. I've got everything from Beethoven's Fifth to Kill Switch Engage. So, oh, yeah, go on then. <laughs> really, Kill Switch yeah, is fantastic. So I really love my, my metal stuff. So it depends depends who's in the house. I can't exactly, you know, if I'm painting Doris's place, it's 89, I'm not going to crank out Kill Switch Engage. I, I think I'd do the end of us. So <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it really depends metal. where I am. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So... Yeah. yeah, I don't mind. Are you into Kill Switch, are you, Scott? Yeah, man. Uh, not massively, but there was um, oh, Live and Still Breathing, that album. Massive. I think, yeah, that's like the second album that they, they came out. That was like Absolute Anthem. And then there's, uh, oh, I can't remember, The Rose of Sharon or whatever it is. Rose of Sharon, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's when they got the, the new singer, and that was that was a pretty good album. Yeah, um, but, that's my, that's, that's my favourite song of theirs. It's... um. Yeah, their new album, is their new album Atonement, is really, really good. So yeah, get in. Oh, the old singer came back, didn't he, or something like that? Yeah, they had a bit of a. They're feeding off each other, which is really cool. So um, <laughs> Howard and Jesse get on stage together and crank out their own songs, which you'd never get with any other band. So really, yeah, it's that. yeah. But jump on YouTube and it's everywhere. Oh man, yeah, I'm gonna have to yes yeah, deep deep dive into that one. I, th- I think Absolutely. Scott's one of the only people I know that's got a more diverse taste in music than I have. Oh, mate, I'm everywhere. I'm, yeah. I'm, I've been listening to The Streets today, original current material. Oh, like, nice. Oh, yeah. Such a I'm probably going to cop the most grief from any painter in the history of the world for this, but I was actually listening to Joel Corey on the way here. So I don't... Whether it be dance, whether it be classical, I don't, I don't really care. If it's a good tune, yeah. it's a good tune. Which, which one? Yeah, which yeah. Joel Curry one? Um, I've got. You know how with Apple you get the uh, like the essentials playlist. Yeah. Yeah. So I just bang that on random. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's he's had a couple. He's, he's got a good. Uh, I mean, it's a bit like cheesy nineties house music. He's had a couple of good ones. If you can listen to it, you can't help but smile because it's yeah. just the type of thing you always – it's a catchy tune. You yeah. find you're tapping your foot. You look over and the wife's singing, happy day. It's, it's what we so, call ch- chavvy house music. A bit like uh, Shane, 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 Shane Codd's a bit like it and all, a couple of his. A bit like going back to like your days in crap nightclubs. Yeah, well, see, I've got to go to all my expat mates in Australia to pick up – decent house music because around here no it's most Australians at my age do not listen to it yeah it's uh, I've moved on from house I'm a bit more chill out I like a bit chill, now and then what, yeah. chill house yeah well like um, 
Chicane. Yeah, Chicane. I mean, see, I'm, I'm, I'm even chiller. I'm even. Oh, what's he, it he's done a mix on his album. I twigged the other day. It's, it's a twist on sailing. You know that you like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's, he's got one on his album that's a twist on that. Yeah, Christopher Cross sailing. Yeah, um, but he's uh, that at the moment. It's just Kygo, Kygo, Kygo. Tropical house music. Get, Holiday music. Ross from Friends, man. You need to listen. To, I sent you a, a Ross from Friends uh, uh, <laughs> song. Um, I think it was like Love Divide. I don't know if you ever listened to it, but that, that would have been up your street. Yeah. The uh, the Joel C one were all right. Yeah, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. That's the one to go to. Starring yourself. <laughs> heard, heard they were releasing a new song soon, so... So, <laughs> moving back because we've diversed way off decorative. Yeah. <laughs> Has anyone got out else they want to chat about? That's well, peeving them at the moment. In industry or... Oh, in industry. Decorating. Okay, on, I'm going to bang it, bang it with along. Okay, so it's all well and good thinking about now and maybe the, this year, but what about um, in, say, 20, 25 years to come? Um, what what have you decided your uh, your exit strategy? Um, have you started a pension, or have you started investing in Bitcoin or stocks and shares, or are you going full on ISA? Now, that's a question for the for the whole group. So. None of that. No. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've left it a bit late, but I'm only just trying to figure out how to pay my bloody mortgage off. Mm. So the shit start it, for various reasons. I need to get that paid off. I've got a plan. I just need to get in action. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't say me and Kate have been frugal, but we we did a load of work on the house last year. We've pretty much right now with the housing market, we've doubled our money, um, yeah. which is great. So that's the first step in the right direction. We've got a low mortgage. Don't mind saying that. Um, mm-hmm. I've I've been paying into a pension since I was eighteen. Ah, that's good. Private pension. That is good. Yeah, yeah. Um, nowhere obviously near enough in there so but I, I know a financial advisor and he he said you've got a nice lump in there now to maybe start playing with put some of it in higher because you're young you're young enough that if you do lose you you can recoup some of it back but yeah got got a pension all that sort of stuff and then the whole idea with the spray inside of things and the workshop and furniture and everything is now to build that and then yeah. that is my exit plan once that is a, a stage where I can Similar touching on mine. It's not an exit plan, but that's me. That's sort of part of my model to pay my mortgage off. Yeah, is, is the spraying side of it. I've, I've worked out because I know my burn rate. I've worked out if I pivot a bit and I don't want to be a boob sprayer. No disrespect to them. I haven't got the patience. But if I can do a certain amount of kitchens a year, I can pay my mortgage off. Yeah. You know, and get it paid Which off. Which I think you can easily you can easily do. Well, well, that takes me back to having website built. That's yeah. mainly what the website's for to direct people to kitchens. Yeah, yeah. same here, Chris. Yeah, yeah. And then and then just do like I said. I don't want to be. I don't want to. I mean, all due respect to them, they turn out some cracking work. K Spray, Matt Marriott. I'll say it for you, Scott. Uh, okay, right. They turn out some <laughs> cracking work, but I'm not on their level. It took me years to get to their level. I'll be dead by time I'm to their level, and mm-hmm. I haven't got the patience to be at their level. You know, yeah. I don't want to be a boob sprayer. I'm a decorator that sprays. You know, sprays yeah. domestic, sprays kitchens. That's it. You know, I don't want to be high gloss finish. I, I'd sling it out window. You know, all credit to it. I can't do it. I'd, I'd just rag it. 
Well, I've still I've still been on site the last couple of weeks, banging out a, like a bungalow renovation with a T5. So, you know, it's a good bit of kit. It, it earns me money, and within three days, I had everything miscoated, everything half primed, all the woodwork, all the ceilings finished. You know, bloke was like, "Wow, that's your trade going forward, isn't it?" And I was like, "Yeah, it certainly is." Yeah, well, I, I finally stopped being lazy and took me um, air assisted on site this week. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. Getting on all right with it, yeah. Oh, I love it. Got wheels on, so I don't know how you can be lazy. But if you're <laughs> taking it, it would make you more lazy Fox, because you're Fox, not picking up. Forty-nine kilos, Scott. <laughs> yeah, but you're wheeling it about. Yeah, but lifting forty-nine kilos into van at my age isn't the best. See, I'm thinking right. You need to get a ramp. Ramp, as I say, make a ramp. <laughs> I've got I'm the ramp. You haven't got. A ramp. I've, I've got the ramps, but I'm too lazy to walk down to workshop to go about the bloody workshop. I think being stubborn, That's... I'll just lift it in front. That's unbelievable. <laughs> so you haven't really got an excuse, have you? You can wheel it. Yeah, you can wheel I've, it I've you got an excuse. Do. I'm just a lazy ass. Oh yeah. I'll, next time, next time. But I took it on site. I'm loving it. It's brilliant. Can I see a video of you wheeling it on? Yeah, yeah, I'll do. I'll do it next time. I'll do. I'll do. I'll do. I'll go on extra and do a little promo video. Add it onto the other ones where I wheel it out <laughs> into sight. Do a video of it spraying. I'll tag it on just for you, Scott. Thanks, mate. Can so, you pump up the wheels as well? Hey, we've got another one down under. No way. Yeah, we're Come proper on. busy tonight. This is better than Zoom, isn't it? Ah, it's loads better. Oh, hello. Here he is. Oh, Adam. <laughs> Adam. Mr. Take Me Out How's himself. It <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? Yeah, not bad. How are you guys? All right? Yeah, we're all right. Uh, we're just discussing sprayers on site at the moment. Oh, nice. Saying uh, I've just stopped being lazy and took air assisted on site and loving it. Is it? Yeah. I uh, I was in a big conversation about, I think I've spoken to everyone on Instagram about spraying because I just couldn't get it right. <laughs> are you not sussed it yet? No, I've got, do you know what? I was having so much dramas that it was the paint in the end, most of it. And I thought it it wasn't all of it, you know what I mean? And you just get better with every time. But a lot of it was uh, me picking the wrong paints here, you know? Um, but yeah, no, it's all good. I'm just in the process of like trying to sort my lock up out here. It's hideous. It looks so. miserable weather there, doesn't it? Yeah, I know. Horrible. So how, how, how far are you from Brent then? Um, luckily, we're quite a while away from each other. Because <laughs> <laughs> you both you both no, you we, both you both do that the the fancy finishes, don't you? So you'd be competition for each other. Yeah, no, I'd never see Brent as competition. Like, as in not as in. He's not good enough. You know, just, he's just a good mate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I said that, I thought, that sounds like he's coming out wrong, doesn't it? <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, like, I, I think you can look at people as competition or you can look at them as, um, you know, f- friends and to support each other. I'd, 100% call on Brent to give me a hand on job and not think anything of it you know yeah. what I mean yeah I, th- I think if you're confident in your, in your abilities it's not it's not competition is it no that's the thing isn't it like a lot of people say that if you're worried about um, someone pinching work off you then it's your own underlying insecurities and you can't be that good yeah. sometimes isn't it mm-hmm. do you know what I mean yeah but I'm trying to 
Not always. Yeah, if I'm, if I'm busy, I always end up just like saying like, I'll recommend someone else because you know at least they're going to get if if they they need a job or something at least they're going to get something. Well, aren't, aren't, you Brent, aren't you and Brendan on similar paths then, Scott? Yeah, man. Yeah. In the same town. Get off my train. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, to be honest, I hardly like I hardly see your van appearing around. That's, I only see it if I'm going to work or coming back or, or in KB. It. Or in KB, and that's the only time. But there's yeah. there's a while ago, so about 20, 2012, when I had that award, wherever it was, um, there was a really interesting stat, and it was saying um, 10% of the population of Great Britain use decorators. And I'm thinking, well, okay. And I knew there was a, a I know this is going to go so deep, but I knew there was a local um, election of. Well, was it uh, an incinerator in town that a, a local vote, a vote and they said 67,000 people said no to the incinerator so if you break that down of 67,000 there's 6,700 people in our just our local area that will use a decorator so if you then divide that by say however many there are in the phone book or or, you know, who use KBs or who's not in a big group, then it's not that many customers. But, no, there's, sorry, there's loads more customers than there are decorators. So when you look at it on that scale, you need one, one, one job that lasts a week and you need 52 customers a year and that's it. It doesn't sound a lot, does it? No. Yeah. But then a lot of the time you've got a bigger project. I mean, we're, I'm, I've been on one and it's nearly coming up for three weeks and it's just... We've been in there with this one room, but there's been a heck of a lot of prep. So you're thinking, okay, so that customer base has now gone even smaller than I need for that whole year. Yeah. So it, I, I think, was it, I think it was Tommy and Debbie, Devorti or De- Debbie, I don't want to say that right. Chris, what, which one is it? Uh, just go with Devlin. Yeah. Devlin. Just go with Devlin. 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 <laughs> Sorry, Tommy. Anyway, he's, he's saying of um, community, not competition. I th- I'm, I'm a real big supporter of that, that's for sure. Yeah. Because you never know when you're going to become a... You, you might struggle with something that you haven't done or you quite haven't used that particular product or paint, but someone, say, who's working less than, say, 10 miles away or just down the road, but like, yeah, I, I can help you out. I've got, or I've got a spare tip or something like that. It, I, I mean... I've called you out, Brendan, a few times, being like, what do you think of this or that? And it's, it's always been, like, well, it's just been what kind of Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, it's what it is. It's, it's, it's good to have a conversation about the trade. I mean, like, to be fair, I mean, we're both pretty busy, aren't we? It's not that like we're stepping on each other's toes and not thinking, <laughs> we're, not, we're not pricing the same jobs. And if we are, it's based on you giving me the job or me bringing you up and saying, I've got a job for you. So it's not as though we're trying to price each other out of jobs or anything silly like that. So. Oh, no, that's it. Well, if you're in a no. big enough town, you're all right, aren't you? Yeah. Same as me with the company that I finished working last year. I was with the for two and a half years. And since I left them, I've not really had too much interference with their work and vice versa so yeah exactly it's, it's just ridiculous isn't it how how far this well I suppose this town goes really mm. um, just the the amount of work that is actually out there 
yeah. it's just how how you get the work. I think that is um, the thing. I mean, I still get people now like still calling me up, and I'm like, well, I'm, I'm busy up until October and November time. Yeah, and still going. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, same with me. I'm booked until sort of like August time, and people are like happy to wait. And I think, how many, how many decorators would you say in our town? What notable ones? What, 10, 15 maybe that are worth using? Yeah, well, decorators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's I've a, known, a small town. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, uh, for, uh, you, you, your reputation definitely carries you. That's 100%. Mm. Like, um, it's, it's, you've got a, I think before that I didn't have a website I only had Instagram barely used Facebook so it was just like that was just the, the my number was getting passed about and it was just kind of like um, I, I it's just got you know like, and that, that, that's, that's, that was how I've done it but I've, I've got a website now don't use it should use it <laughs> I'd love to do a, a, a blog but half the time I go does anyone really want to read my blog? And there's, there is. I, th- I think there's yeah, some yeah. element to it. But yeah. going, going back, it's good for um, hits on Google, isn't it, blogs? Because yeah. it's content yeah. and yeah. stuff. So the more regular posts you do, the higher up on Google. You go. <laughs> but yeah. like, yeah. you're in that catch twenty two of do you want Mooring ringing you for a tart that's found you on Google, whereas <laughs> you can get you know like a you know like a, a proper em- recommendation through. You know, as you know, recommendations are always that that good, aren't they? So I don't know. Go, going back but, um, to Scotland, can I, can I ask a question? Yeah, go, go for it. Because I know some of you lads, like you, Scott, just mentioned there, and Chris. I know I spoke to you a little while ago. Like you were saying, how far in advance you're booked out. Um, I I don't know. How do you manage that? Like, as in, from a perspective of every fucking job I seem to go on blows out because I always yeah because I find something that's you know so then if you're scheduling that far in the future then like you know the people that are further down the track end up getting blown way out but I just yeah I was just curious it's it's a tough one isn't it because it really fucked me up this year with COVID and other things I'll I'll answer that but I want to come back to another one in a minute with you two guys down under Um, I a moment I'm into September now and I've took one of Scott's things and I'm telling them and trying to throw them off you know when they ring up but if rather than they want to look at that I'll go and look at it and say look I'm not going to come and waste a couple hours of my own time if you're just going to say we found someone that's going to do it next week and majority of them been alright yeah. done the work um, sent them the quote moved it electronically now to Joyce they paid the deposit and you find they don't mess about if, if when you take deposits you get the serious, you sort of wheat from the chaffers and say you get the serious people. Uh, and they're happy to wait. But I've had to ring one tonight and eat a bit of humble pie and just apologies. So look, clout, being the clown I am, job I'm on, it's, it's run over a bit and I've had to move them back a week. And I find if you communicate with them, majority are fine. Mm, yeah, I, I yeah. think it's it's when you get to outside you struggle if you move, and then if you have to bounce it to the following year. Yeah. But yeah. it's... Mm. it's coming back to booking and far in advance of, this is for you and uh, you Adam and Brent are you guys in Australia as busy as we are over here where it's just ramped right up how busy you are yeah cool yeah go on yeah. Brent you 
Yeah, look, I uh, a little while ago I got to the point where I was no longer giving indicative dates or anything like that. I just said to people, look, just be as upfront and as honest as I can be from the absolute word go. So this is where I'm at. This is the jobs in front of yours. So you are, for one of a better term, number 15 in the queue. Yes. And if they're happy with that, then that's fine. Yeah. Um, you know, it's all it takes is I work for one builder. All it takes is all of a sudden his plumbing crew's out for a week with COVID. And that's bumped that whole job three weeks. Yeah. So all of a sudden the, the domino effect to 10 jobs time is huge. So it's not it's sort of, it's like, like, quite effect. Yeah, one, so it could go wrong. Yeah. If I was to put my jobs currently that I have end-to-end, I'm looking at between 13 and 14 months. So, but I I had a guy ring me, not yesterday, the day before, and I said to him, look, the best I'm going to be able to do, if I I see you before this time next year, we're going to consider it a win. And he said, that's that's not a problem. I'll wait. So... If they're prepared to do that, that's good. Never thought I'd see the day where I have to think about a client for twelve months. Oh, Jesus Christ! If, if, if you could, it's if you could some... sort of roughly give them, say, like, I'll be there around December, but I'll give you three or four weeks notice of when I'll be coming, and they're happy with that. Yeah. That's probably a good way to go. It's, yeah, no. yeah, and it's you've just got to be honest. You've just got to let them know. And this isn't this isn't just me. This is an industry problem. This is a Like, we had a unique situation in Australia as well that our government decided to give away all this money to the new housing industry and all of a sudden new builds just exploded. They just went bananas, didn't they, Adam? They just went absolutely troppo. Left, right and centre, especially in Sydney, it's all apartments going up left, right and centre. And then obviously... You know, you're talking big commercial firms that are doing that, so it doesn't, you know, it doesn't help the smaller guys. But you know, if you, I think if you're good at what you do, you'll be busy throughout most like sort of hills, like bumps in the road, a lot of the time, I guess. I'm, I'm going to say it doesn't help. It does, it, it, you're saying like big commercial units and big, like as in flats, high rise, and stuff like that. Okay, yeah, they've been just been done now, but you got to think future customers people are going to move in there and they're going to put yeah, a stamp on it so at some point it will filter back down to about, say you'll like, be looking about five years on won't you That's yeah guess. exactly yeah. but still that well, I don't know I've worked on some of these commercial sites I'll give it it's everybody's standards if they're happy living with it you know some, some will wait five years some will be after two years I want it done but have, have, you, have you guys got a skill shortage over there as well? Oh, Massive. insane. Yeah. Insane. So the whole push at the moment, Adam would see this probably worse than me where I am. I'm, I'm in a regional centre, Adam being in a capital city. The whole push is unless you're going to uni, you know, what are you doing with your life? Whereas there's so many kids out there or even adults that would be better off using their hands to make a living. Yeah, yeah. See, that's that's the, the problem I had. Um, like when I was leaving school, they, all they wanted to know was which university you're going to go to, and I was just like, well, I'm not going to waste my money all my time because I'm not smart enough, really. To I wasn't. I'm not academically bright, 
that if I can apply myself to do something, then I'm, I'm better doing that. And it took me ages to realise that. I mean, I was, I was working at Pizza Hut, and then all of a sudden someone said, I'm going to be a painter decorator. I was like, well, I like painting. I'm going to, I'm going to give that a go. And then went to college and done it that way. But no one, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be in this trade at all. So it's, it's like, you know, not to him, but at the same time, schools need to be doing more to promote um, uh, constru- construction skills. And like crane drivers as well, man. Like, I, I, there's someone I know. It's like making an absolute packet, just like doing. Yeah, that. they get paid well. But do, yeah, do you think? But... It's, do you think it all boils down to like funding and government scripts? Or look how well we've done because we've got this many people off to uni. We'll, we'll get a better Ofsted score. Well, the schools get paid, don't they? Mm. The schools get paid for kids going to university. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I so think the other thing the is incentive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my, I remember my sister-in-law, she's, what, Donna's half-sister, same, same mum, different dad. She's, what, Jay, she's just, she's just started training to be a policewoman. She's, what, 24, 25? I remember mm-hmm. when she stayed on, if you stayed on at school and did, like, your, your college years at school, you got a free iPad. That was your incentive. <laughs> so every pupil that stayed on, they got a free iPad. So they must be getting hell of a kickback to be able to yeah. every, get every kid an iPad. Well, I, I mean, back in when I was there, there was, it was something, a scheme called EMA, which was um, go to class every day, get this piece of paper signed, if you had no income household, you could get between 10 oh, yeah. to 20 to £30 pounds a week. Yeah, yeah, I remember which, that. Yeah, if, if you're getting like top back £30 pounds a week, so, you know, that's... Seems I've got £150 a month. I, I suppose when you're a student, that's a fair few blue wickies, isn't it? Oh, mate, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I only got the 10, but still, that was that was enough to keep me in some wickets, man. Yeah. <laughs> Mad Dog 20. I mean, there's light at the end of the tunnel for us here now because they've just announced borders reopening finally after, like, two years. Wow. But, like, Sydney, Sydney was kind of like, you know... You'd have a high turnover of like European and you know South American backpackers that were half decent painters that would come through, and they can only do six months with you. But it was like high turnover. Now yeah. there's nothing. There is literally nothing. And like, I had like five staff, including myself, before Christmas, and now down to three, and it'll be two at the end of this month. And I'm just not looking to expand again and I've moved my business in a different direction but it's there's no one here even if you wanted to like there's no one like it's ridiculous that's what we're like here I mean everybody knocks Ethiopians you know but they're all here they're doing the jobs our lot thought they were too good for a lot of them work in hospitality they're not here now so hospitality short of staff but we've still got high unemployment why is that you know for short of staff Apparently the lowest though that if, if Boris was on here, he'd be telling you it's the lowest of their um, unemployed unemployment that's yeah. been for years. Yeah, but, and yeah right. Think, okay, maybe that's because you've given out zero-hour contracts to you know big firms that don't really care, like yeah. Uber and different things. Are like you that. are you lads noticing like? And the effect of Brexit at all with like materials coming from yeah. Europe and yeah. prices yeah. going up and yeah. stuff like that. Oh yeah, God, yeah. yeah. 
Prices have gone ridiculous. Yeah, massive price hike. And then you've got the actual, I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but the materials, um, I'm not speaking on behalf of everyone, everyone can say yes or no. Has the materials gone up or down in quality in the past, say, 18 months? Down. Anyone? Down. Down. 100%. Down. Quality of materials has gone down. Anything that's shipped from another country, you're struggling to get. I know one company. Mm. We've got a factory in Poland. Any of the products that come from there, they're struggling with. And there's mm. no, all you get is, whether it's a bullshit excuse, all you get now when you delayed materials is short of staff, COVID, border. Brexit. Yeah, border and Brexit. That's all excuses we get now. And it's getting pretty Pestles cold. hard to get hold of as well. Yeah. Like, yeah, shit yeah it's anyway. hard here as well. Who was I talking to yesterday? He's bought an iPad. Oh, as I was talking to, somebody ordered an iPad. Oh, personal trainer. He's, he's, he's just bought, I've just got a MacBook at weekend, new MacBook. My personal trainer ordered an iPad two weeks ago, six weeks wait, because they can't get chips from. Oh, hell. What? So he's having to wait six weeks for it. Can't get what for it? A chip. A chip. All right. The main microchip, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. A1 or M1, I think, they're on to now, if I remember right. I got... I got my new van last week. How long did 18, that take? 18 months. 18 months away? <laughs> wow. See, see, I'm so glad... I'm, We're I'm jumping into the same goddamn model. Yeah. Mental. It's crazy, isn't it? And like, I, managed, I, I can remember because I had that, that crash in 2020 and, and someone like T-boned me trying to do... That, that was right at the beginning of it all, weren't it? That was like October time in 2020 and it was like... Okay, I'll go to um, a garage. I went to the garage and they went, we have nothing until March 2021. Or you can have this van if you want to buy it outright for 25 grand. And I'm like, <laughs> I'll see myself up. Thank you. Well, it's, it's, it's like, my, my, van's one, my van's 15 years old. On, on paper, it's three and a half grand. It's worth, at the moment, it's worth five grand because of COVID tax. Because you can't get it. Yeah. bad. Yeah. Lad, lad across yeah. from, from me... He's he's got a he's got a van on he's he's got a he's got a Vivara. I think I'll talk to you about it. He's got a Vivara yeah. on lease. <laughs> he, he wants to buy it. He owes about eleven grand. I don't know what lease is going on. He owes about eleven grand, but they want book value of sixteen grand to buy it because he's trapped in this lease. Yeah, I think it, the, this is this is the worst thing on my transit van that was smashed I said I want COVID prices not Blackbook um, <laughs> prices whatever they, they call it yeah. and, and they said to me no you cannot have that price you can't lower still yeah. low don't they yeah and I was like look I've supplied you five prices of vans that people are selling privately for the amount that I want give me that please and they're like still like can't do it. Could, could, could be worse. You could be getting we buy any car price. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be dreadful. I bought other weeks. So I put my van in that seven hundred and fifty quid. What? Seven hundred and fifty yeah. quid. They offered me for my van, and if I wanted paint same day, it's an extra forty nine quid. I lose. They're just preying <laughs> on people that are desperate for money. So I'll buy yeah, a van for seven hundred and fifty quid. My golf like market price is about six and a half grand, and I think they'll give me three for it. Yeah, they really. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, they want to double their money massively. Yeah, they're, they're as bad as these high rate loans, aren't they? They're like a thousand percent. 
Mm. The payday levels. Yeah. Like the, yeah, the Providence and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's, I, I tell you, that, I think there's, there's, um, there's going to be a recession. I, I, I keep on hearing it as well. There's going to be another recession coming. And, uh, but they're going to have to... Yeah, they're going to have to claw back money somehow and interest rates yeah. are going to go through the roof and people that are borrowing now on these low interest rates who haven't got it fixed, like, it's going to come... Sure. I mean, it might, it might not, it, you know, but if you're on a variable and interest rate... I mean, they've already spoken about putting them up by... Well, is it half a percent or well, a percent? Yeah, well, well national yeah. insurance is going up. Yeah. That goes up in yeah. April. And... and the, the energy bills are going up an average fifty one percent, if I remember right, in April. Yeah, I saw the thing about the electric. Yeah, yeah. there as well, and the energy bills, because obviously mm. I get all these stupid memes and videos sent on WhatsApp, but yeah. no idea what they're related to. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's how yeah. I find yeah. out. Boris is at a party bill. and that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the average energy bill is going up seven hundred quid a year. So what? Once if you charge a car, like how how much does that make it? Ah, so well, they're on about now having a tax on electric cars where it has to be on a separate meter at your house, <laughs> and, it, and, whatever, and it funnels it back Who's into the grid. Fit these meetings? Well, this is the I, thing. I've, got a, I've got a customer, money for boys, money. isn't it? Money for companies that they're loan. they're fitting your meter, it's on a separate thing for charging your car. So, all these that have got these electric cars are going to get charged extra. Yeah, glad I didn't get sold an electric van. And, and then they're on about whatever, whatever that you, it's going to have to pump so much back into national grid as well, allegedly. Well, I was literally listening to a podcast yesterday about this guy that was saying about, you know, the whole push for a renewable. And my, my sort of argument is, why not be greener? But he's saying if we fully went battery by 2050, our grids wouldn't be able to handle it and we can't get it off the ground anyway. But I don't know what the answer is, but it's it's worrying. Like the more, like the more you start to like scratch the surface with all these complex issues, you realise how much of a head fuck it is, and it well, you makes realize, you, you realise how much we rely on stuff. It's like I think next thing will be log burners. They'll be taxing yeah. people who use log burners, won't they? Mm. That'll be the next big thing. Uh, it's like when, when we want to when people didn't want <laughs> fracking and didn't want us mining fossil fuels, but they didn't want bloody wind turbine in the back garden you know you yeah. can't have it always can you so we, we've, got, we, we've got biggest bloody uh, offshore wind farm in Europe on our bloody beach we've <laughs> got a few we've got the biggest yeah we've got biggest off, off, off our <laughs> yeah but I mean luckily they're in distance so it's, it's rare you can see them but it's one of the biggest yeah, in still, Europe it's, I think it's, it's still pretty cool a, a feat of engineering like they've stuck out in the middle of the ocean not in the middle of the ocean, but just off, offshore, like, the amount of planning and maintenance that go when, into when you get up close provides to them, such renewable huge. energy that's going to be amazing for everyone. Well, the, the, the huge when you get up close. Stoked. If you drive down docks, when you get up close, the huge, if you drive down docks in all, Siemens factories there. And when you see yeah, turbine well, that's, blades... That's amazing, doesn't it? Yeah. When you see turbine yeah. blades, they're bloody huge things. Oh, yeah, they're massive. They're on the back of a lorry. One, one of my customers, he's ex... Ex uh, army, he drives one of the robotic submarines that digs the channels out for the cables. See how cool is that? That's a well cool job, isn't it? Exactly. But uh, they've just when remember that blue guest house I did last year? They had a lot of uh, I don't know. They're not ground workers, but they do with that sort of thing. They've gone across so many farmers' fields, 
50 miles they've done across farmers fields for wind turbines and they've put these temporary roads in it's all that bisqueened gravel for big uh, earth movers to go on they take it all up at end to put all these in and there's five lots of cables going for 50 miles they've had to dig out and put in that's some money there isn't it millions of pounds right? but they've, yeah, they've got to be they're... reckoning back somewhere because we won't be funded by Europe anymore will we <laughs> No. On his own now. <laughs> okay, okay, right. This is a question for the Australians in the group. What What is the biggest spider you've come across whilst decorating a house? And did you have to throw a knife at it um, to get out of the room? Or did it pick well, up the knife and chase you out of the room? A minute ago, I don't know if you saw me flinch there, but I was putting a fucking festival thing in here and there was a big fucking huntsman that walked out to get the shit out of me. No, they're not all right. <laughs> they're all right, but they're big. They're a bit like big. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't decorating, but I was visiting my mum up in Queensland and she had a bird-eating spider in a garage and that was... Oh, that's huge, I mean. They go to the with the well, I mean, the, if it was to eat my bird, that's pretty yeah. massive. <laughs> 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 I'm only joking. I'm only joking. Yeah. I'm only joking, love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she didn't hear that one. I got away with it, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, wait till I send it recording. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thing over here, whether it be a, a snake or a shark or whatever, you know where they are. Just stay away from me. Are you are you more accustomed to it then, Brent? Being obviously born and bred over there than what Adam would be, does it bother you um, less? Because it's just like yeah, we see it every day. The, the, oh, it's like I'm I'm parked near a paddock now, and I know damn well that there will be a snake within twenty meters of where I am. Yeah. It's just that oh, like no. there's a creek, there's trees. I'm not bothering it, so it won't bother me. Yeah. It's, I, I met, we have this program called Wanted Down Under where they take a, a family across and they give them a couple of week trial and see if they want to stay down under. And I remember it being a plumber once and they were crawling under like space under house, doing plumbing. And he, he says, they're on about the heat because it was that bloody warm. And he says, oh, what's worse thing you come across? He says, oh, when you get a big spider crawling out. I thought, that's it, that'll do me, no chance. Yeah, thank you. No. And look, even... Leanne's been here, my wife's been here for oh, sorry, 31 years. Spiders don't phase her anymore. She's not overly fussed. Now, she's seen more koalas in the wild than she has snakes. Yeah. So if, if you're heavy-footed, you'll never see a snake. They'll feel you're coming and they'll go away. It's not like they're lurking around every Yeah, point. they're not attackers, are they? No, they'll get, they'll defend their nest. But apart from that, mm. yeah, and that if they've got a nest, you're in the bush, you're in their territory. So, yeah, you'd be right. Being a Geordie, they're yeah, coming anyway, won't they? Geordie, <laughs> it's just a lot of language I don't understand, and this uh, flying, and yeah, we don't even understand it after that. No, no. Uh, it's an I learned that probably the best way, Brent. She's probably telling you off most of the time anyway, yeah, mate. I, 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 mean. I, learn all these, I learn all these, what I think are, are cool names and things like that and throw one at her and realise they're not as cool as I thought they were. 
she uh yeah she comes like I didn't know what a was the other day so <laughs> <laughs> you just her a <laughs> 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 yeah, <and> it, <laughs> oh well. You know, you only, you only live once. If you don't know what it means, but... I'd love to know what... Can you give us the context, Brent? You, did you say something like, you look lovely today, my little... <laughs> or something like that, or was it? <laughs> oh, she was, she was getting wound up about something, which... I, I mean, I'm probably to blame for that, but I just said, calm down. <laughs> I've told my wife to calm down, and I've called her Geordie a... So the aftermath, yes, was all my fault. It was. Is, is that your mattress um, back at Vanda? <laughs> <laughs> the back of the van would be on fire. So um, I find other other expats over here will say, "I'll oh, say this to your father-in-law. Say this to your wife, just to wind them up." When I first started seeing uh, uh, Leanne. She said, "Oh, just tell, just tell her dad that he's he's just a jock that learned to climb a wall." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, that'll be funny." <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. It was the oh most awful. Just going to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> my my, oh, yeah, my first meeting with in-laws didn't go down well. <laughs> you yeah. yeah. Meet, meet your sister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. He's gone. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he didn't go down best. <laughs> but man, man. <laughs> so, huh. is uh, is there else anybody wants to bring up? How long we've been going now? About an hour and a half. Hour and ten. Yeah, hour and a half. Oh yeah, yeah. that's me and Aaron. Yeah. Yeah, you you didn't come in first, Brendan. No. <laughs> so is the uh, are you are you guys getting are you guys I take it your guys aren't affected with supplies in Australia yet, whether it's to do with I, I doubt Brexit oh, yeah. thing, but it's just oh, a yeah, real yeah, supply we're issue. Massive. Yeah. Because everything here comes from, a big one. Yeah, festival pads are just like gold dust at the minute, which is obviously a bit of a nightmare, but timber and stuff, because Australia sent all uh, timber milling off offshore, but grows the trees here, which is ridiculous. They grow the trees, send them over the overseas a lot of the time. They get milled and then sent back over, but it all goes to China. Yeah. Like Bunnings and that were just like there was nothing in, and like my mates pitch first fix houses like timber and that, struggling and stuff. At one point, there was like a primer that I like to use here a lot called Dulux Max Adhesion Precision and it's a water based like super grip primer but there was a chemical in that that came from China yeah. and that went like gold dust for a little while but it's come back on you, you have, it's, it's fluctuated and materials even here have gone up 30% I think people are just taking advantage of the circumstances do you know what I mean yeah. um I mean, what I will say as well, going, I mean, I know there's no work, <clears throat> sorry, there's no workers, but that does allow prices to stay high for us. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because you're like, I, I've tried to steer away of like pricing to win jobs. It's just bollocks. Like you learn that very quick when you're sort of like young in the game, but um, yeah. it allows the industry, I think, to keep high price rates because yeah. obviously, you know, there's, you can sort of, 
ask what you want without taking a piss as well. Do you know what I mean? But there's there's definitely supply issues here for sure. Um, and that the housing market went mental here as well. Like had the biggest growth. I think I can't. I wouldn't be able to quote it because I'm looking at buying my first place this year. Uh, but mm-hmm. like it it grew the most last year through COVID that it's ever grown. I think it was like something like a capital gains was like 15% in Sydney. It was fucking ridiculous. Um, yeah. It's not so different from here to where you guys are then. So especially with, I'm going back to materials. Do you find um, that you've noticed because of the, the supply issue that they've just been cutting it with maybe an inferior the same product, like say the same mineral, but probably from an uh, inferior firm, so it makes an inferior paint. So, so they're using, mm. they're they're using grade B titanium I mean, rather than grade A. Yeah. I, I haven't I've, really noticed it, Adam. How about you? No, I, I, to be honest, I haven't, so I, I can't really comment on that. But um, I, I, yeah, I, I, I can't really comment. I think a lot of the time as well like you've got to realize there's 60 million people in the uk and there's a lot of trade that goes in and out of europe and stuff as well whereas a lot of stuff in australia there's not like the demand so i don't think people are more inclined to um cut it i don't know like i, I i've personally not noticed it but you know i could be wrong i did get scruff ago for the first time because benjamin moore's just got here the other day um yeah, so that's that landed just before Christmas, so I gave that a trial for the first time. What did you reckon to it? Um, if if I'm brutally honest, um, and I, I, I nearly Good. did a Scott Barney, <laughs> uh, Scott Scott Barney comparison video, but for coverage, I did a two panels on a door, and the resine luster krill had the same amount of coverage. The massive difference was, though, you could second coat the Scruff-X within 10 minutes and the resine luster krill, because it's an acro enamel, it was, like, dragging like fuck on it and there was you would just butcher anything. Um, and, obviously, the durability looks amazing. And so I'd, I'd like to give it a, a bit more of a crack, but I'm moving more away from painting moving forward, so I don't know how much more of it I'll be doing. But... Um, yeah, well, I was very impressed. The, the recoat thing was ridiculous because is it is it a, a broad wall paint that can be used on woodwork? Is that yeah? What, I don't, I don't like, think technically I... it was originally designed for woodwork. Yeah, yeah. Hence why you can you know yeah. recoat. It's not like an acro enamel or whatever. Is it? Yeah. yeah. I'm assuming their advance would be more like your acro enamels, which is what we call mm. a hybrid. Hybrid alkyd. Um, they say it's not Alkid, but it is Alkid. Yeah, yeah well, Torbman's Torbman's have got a product, yeah. like that, haven't they, Adam? The, yeah, the Alkid, Alkid, Aqua. But it's yeah, it goes, that goes yellow. Yeah, yeah. It, it goes like this grey yellow, yeah. doesn't it? Benjamin, it doesn't go like Benjamin, yellow Benjamin, like oh, okay. Yeah, the Benjamin Moore Advanced does eventually. It goes like a pale. It's like when you've got a white shirt and you wash it and wash it, it discolours. Mm. You know, yeah, it does that sort of thing. Goes a pale grey. But, um, yeah, I'd love to, because Resine, prior to Benjamin Moore, Resine was the best, uh, the Resine Lastacryl was by far the best sort of acro enamel I found, and $77 a tin. So Benji Moore is, is twice the price. But that job I actually posted in the Facebook page, 
turned out that that um, the actual coating that was already on there was fucking old water based. So I never got to test it out going straight onto oil as well because that's yeah. that's a massive game changer. Like yeah. you can't do that with the the resine luster krill. So you know you're you're saving a coat across a whole job there. You know which is massive. So, um, so talking know. about Benjamin Moore, is there any products you've seen? The UK guys or whatever using on social media that you wish you had over there. Yeah, loads. (laughs) (laughs) What what have we got that's any good? (laughs) Um, I I mean, obviously, there's so many amazing decks. The the majority of decorators I follow, I don't know about you, Brent, but are from the UK, do you know what I mean? And the work that's getting turned out... I personally believe is a bar above here. I don't, you know, there, there's quality painters here. Don't get me wrong, but there just seems, I mean, there's more of you there for starters, but I, I really do feel like the level <coughs> is, is there. And, you know, I see, uh, what's the one with the elephant? Is it Caparol? Yeah. That one with yeah. the half primer and all that. Yeah. Even their products look amazing. Are they German? Yeah. They look yeah. good. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'd love to give them a go just to give them a go and see what they're about I love trying new products like I'm not one of these like people that finds a product and sticks with it I'll always give something a crack yeah half prime so. is my go to now is uh, it yeah just go to it I sprayed the PU satin on top of it the other day woodwork all around the house frames and skirts it yeah, just I, can't, I can't get on with the PUs they're already it's spraying just, I just find brushing the bit they pull a bit like oil oh, bro, this is the this is the thing in it you, you need you need a good paint it's going to be able to be you know just as good on the brush and roller than it as yeah. it is through the sprayer and this more, only, this but is, you can't afford to spray it <laughs> yeah well this yeah yeah i mean I, I mean i'm getting i'm getting scuff x for not a lot of money at the moment i'm doing all right on that front yeah uh, that, that's just gone up in price and it had someone telling me the other day they're paying 101 quid for four liters I'm getting Scuff X. Probably shouldn't say this. I'm getting Scuff X for seventy-two quid a tin, including VAT. And that's, that's what is it we pay here? Brewers. What? You're a lot what, of money. One thirty-three, one hundred thirty-three dollars a tin. What? Yeah, one hundred thirty-three dollars mm-hmm. a tin. Oh, yeah. So, and is is what one? Uh, $1.90 to the pound at the minute. It's brutal. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, like, yeah. it's like the porters that Brent uses. Uh, I was in mm. touch with I them. I couldn't get over that, Chris. Yeah. Like, you're paying £100 delivered, whereas I can go down to Bunnings, which I think you guys have over there labelled as Our something best. else. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, well, now they've sold it, it, haven't they? Have they? Yeah, that's but why I they're can... stopping doing the brushes. Oh. I can get oh, the that same was primer for for eighty dollars Australian. Yeah. So if if you do the conver- conversion, that's only forty five pounds. But that's same so as the Benjamin Moore know. in America. The Benjamin Moore's half the price we're paying here, but it gets it gets blamed mm. on shipping and everything. It, yeah. Is it because it's like hazardous goods paint and it's chemicals? Is that why? Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. even, but then you know, you, I say that like a lot of the products that I trowel on come from Italy, and they're lime based. They're not really chemical based. They're all like labelled as VOC, and like Aroma saying you can buy like 
a, a, a bucket of intonacino for like 17 euros in Italy, but here it's $177. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, because the amount it costs to get it in and then they have to mark it out to make something well, the, on it. What, he said it's the tax as well what, that what the government the put on levies. can't remember which one it was because they've all put the paint up, but one of them was, whether it was bullshit or not, they were nice enough to send an email and say, it's going up because of this. And it says something like, I'm sorry, Mark, correct me, but shipping container had gone up from 1,200 quid to 4,800. Uh, yeah. shipping oh, container. Yeah. You know, that's I mean, if they're saying that, you can always check it, can't you? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you really wanted to find out the truth. But um, how, how did you get on with those overall monarchs, Chris? Oh, are you, oh, are you oh, we've, we've actually got yeah. a couple of suppliers over here now. Because I've mentioned oh, it, whether it's a come off the podcast or what we've mentioned me and Scott have said it many times why nobody's jumped on it uh, but there's a couple of suppliers one was doing them at £10 and somebody sent me an email uh, of WhatsApp the other day and my paintbrush which I know you know of them Adam they yeah. were doing the ovals at £5.40 plus fat Six pounds. Fucking hell, that's cheaper than we can. For, and for they an made inch, it. For an inch and a half. <laughs> for an inch and a half oval cutter. So what would that be? Forty wouldn't even be forty eight mil, would it? Uh it'd be six pounds forty eight. Yeah. Thirty odd, isn't, isn't it? it? Right, yeah. no, an inch an inch is twenty five, so that's yeah, thirty six, about thirty six, isn't it? How'd you get on with the old fields, Chris? They're pretty good. I'm I'm I love either, I don't mind either. They're quite good. All the, well, your bristles fell out, yeah. Bristles fell out. Doesn't have to be tactile, mate. Come on. No, I found a both. I thought the old was pretty good, to be honest. Two jobs, my old lasted. Two jobs. All the bristles fell out. Really? I was going to ask as well. That was my other question because, like, I, you know, when I left the UK, I wouldn't like. I was a good painter, but I didn't really give like a, a monkey's as much as I do now yeah and like I just sort of like and I do this whole thing like am I going am I getting old or is, the, is things going downhill like do you find the brushes in the UK or even the monarchs they're great brushes Oh, it's oh, frozen. Oh, he's gone. Oh, he's even yeah. got supply issues on his internet. Oh man, we'll no, never know. would have run out of petrol on his farm. So <laughs> <laughs> whenever you talk to him, he runs out of runs out of juice on his farm. So, <laughs> It'll be plugging it back in, won't it? Battery's got on it. But yeah, so you you were selling the old fields, two jobs, and it fell apart. Yeah, that's mad. Well, the bristles came out. What, the, qual- the quality what just were you, came out. What were you using? Just yeah, emotion. It should matter. Just, just yeah, not yeah, not that it should matter, but. Just emulsions, yeah. Yeah, I I think even I think I even used them on. Actually, it was hand painted kitchens I was doing. So all the units and stuff I was using. Yeah, I use them. I use Mylands. Mylands paint. I was using with that. I was going along, laying it off, and it was like one bristle, two bristle, eight or nine bristles. (laughs) Oh, what you was using it. Yeah. Shit. Oh right. I, I'd seen people have problems while I was washing them out, and it turned out they yeah, were just hot well. water, once which I, was melting the glue. Once I then washed it out, it was just. Oh, okay. Yeah, but like even even other brushes that I've used and wash out in hot water. Yeah, it doesn't do that. No. Yeah, well, I've, no, exactly. I a couple of years is actually on the job I'm on now because uh, I wash my brushes out in the same sink today. 
uh, be about five years ago then, Proform Picassos, Blaze. Mm. Blaze, Blaze. twist. You all did that, twisted. Down. I've got yeah. a, a thing where I think it's on my social media where I throw it in big bristles, fell out. And when, when we was in Germany, I was talking to Monarch and they told me they make the Blaze. But where, say, a Monarch brush costs a dollar an item to manufacture, Blaze, I think it's Proform, the Blaze, they went to them and says we want it at 50 cents a brush. So they had to use cheaper products, which meant well, yeah. cheaper resins. Which made them fall apart. You had that problem, didn't you, Scott? With the orange, the orange bristled, whatever they mint oh. minotaurs or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, man, I've got a box of minotaurs yeah. in the garage. My, yeah, my I use I use one or two inch one, and it done it all twisted on me, so it just went in the bin. That was it. Yeah. The problem is I'm sort of starting to run low on my brushes now. I'll admit, you know, like what my my older generation purdies are now starting to show the test of time, and I'm like. I'll try the old fields and they've fallen apart. Now, so now where do I go? Ice Fusions. Ice Fusions are the only brush I use now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love them. I love them. Bristles got out of the 3-inch I used. I've not had a problem. Must be eight, eight months. Eight months I've been using them now. I've never had a problem. I don't know Don't know what it is. I must. I know it must just be hitting them against the wall too. I don't know. <coughs> have you, have you was it just the one brush or...? Was it just one? No, it was a couple of them. Yeah. Was it a couple of them did it? Wow. What did you say, yeah, Scott? I bought them from my. I bought from my paintbrush. Yeah, it could be a bad badge. Have you used them? It could be, project? but. Have you used yeah, Sorry. Once. I got given. I got given a monarch. I, I think it was like a, a blue tipped, like a sort of dark purple bristle. It was a really, really. It wasn't a very big stock. It was like a. It's like a laying off brush. It was really didn't hold oh, any paint at all. You love a laying off brush, don't you, Brendan? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll leave one in there for you. So. Yeah, someone did tell me about him, and he, he he could get them from home base. He worked somewhere near a home base, and he got some, and he gave me one to try, and I just wasn't sold on it. But I don't think it was the best one to try. The, the purple ones, to be honest, if they've got purple tips on handles, I'm not keen, especially in No, it was, it was, it was like a royal blue tip with a, with a purple crystal. Yeah, like purple yeah. Blue. I'll, I'll leave you one of the good ones, the Pro Advanced ones. Okay. Yes, okay. Nice. So I bought a few of the Stylemaster laying <laughs> off brushes. For the so you've bought some of them? They're good. The Style, the Stylemaster ones, yeah, they're pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I just bought some as well. <laughs> what do you think of them, Brendan? <laughs> what? What do you think of them? Of what? Laid off brushes. brushes. I don't know what they are. I don't. I don't. I'll, I'll be honest. I don't, I don't use them. I, I might be I controversial. Do, I don't do kitchens I, and stuff like that. I don't get it. The thing. I don't. For seventy-five quid for a brush to lay off, we're paying for premium paints. Why the fuck should you need to have to lay it off with a laying off brush? <laughs> no, should no, it not on flow minute, out? Hang on. I'll stop. Stop. Stop you there. Well, you so I'm working for uh, one. Like anything else. I'm working for. Um, I got got a load of kitchens hopefully lined up right hand painted kitchens they're Neptune kitchens okay mm-hmm. yeah now I said so when I had the meeting with them it's like like quality and this and then they're like, like right look we sell a certain finish for our kitchens yeah. I'm like right where are you going with this basically said, what, what I'm trying to say is we like to see the brush marks yeah mm-hmm. I get it for that 
Yeah. So that's why I've got it. I don't use them on all my wood frames. No. But, but when 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 <laughs> people that's why when people using it in paints that are supposed to be premium on a windowsill, yeah. is that an overcomplicating process because the paint's supposed to level out itself? Yes, a hundred percent. Especially on um, on products like Scuff-X, yeah, when it's got self-leveling yeah. stuff in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you don't, so I mean, you don't the premium paints, you shouldn't, have to, you shouldn't have to pull oh, it out with a laying off brush. Yeah, I don't know about you, Craig. I only use the, I only use the Style Master for kitchens. That's the only time mm. I use Yeah, that's, that's there in my, you know, I'm in Devon next week doing a kitchen, you know, and, and you know, I didn't really want to go that far, to be honest. That's nearly hour and a half two hours for me driving every day um there and two hours back so but it's yeah. it's, it's one that needs to be done got to keep the customer happy i want to do more for them and it's good for the good for social media and good, the good for the bank balance as well yeah, it is, yeah <laughs> I, should be, I should be putting a good day rating for that one mate I tell you. Yeah. is that for neptune yeah yeah I, I worked with a guy i think he was actually he worked for neptune and he i think he get paid per door it was, you know, uh, the way he did it I don't know but he no, told me that he got the door and I was just like man that's that's a crazy amount of money you get for what you do I mean it's good I mean they're getting a good finish but and the thing is well the crazy thing is is, is I mean they want obviously they want a good finish they want you to use mm. their products they want you to use Neptune paint Mylan's Little Green which yeah, yeah, yeah. to be fair they are all good paints but they're usable yeah they're all usable but easy to change and but they don't want like I could all of us in on this chat now could spend ages on a kitchen unit we could rub it down we could pat it back we'd, we'd use a laying off brush we wouldn't use a laying off brush we'd all have our own process and we know we could get that door as flat as anything with a brush yeah, yeah. But they don't want to see that yeah, yeah. they don't want to see it and <laughs> Yeah. You know, and it's all because the customer then wants to go. We have hand this ha- had this hand painted, yeah, and, and, mass yeah, and yeah, you yeah. can. See it's, a, it's the most. It's the most subtle flex in the world, isn't it? I've had someone standing there getting paid to paint that by hand, not sprayed in a yeah. in a factory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's a very bizarre concept, but because it's sort of you're almost thinking, well, you you're degrading my trade by wanting that there, yeah. but. People, people are paying it, and that's fine. And I've got to say, the net, the the build, the last few Neptune kitchens I've done, the build quality on them is brilliant. Oh, yeah. The junior on them, yeah. junior on them is fantastic. And yet, I see some other bespoke kitchen companies locally around here. You know, that call themselves bespoke joiners. I'm like, you're toshing shit out. You really, <laughs> really are. How am I? I've got to do twice, if not three times, the amount of work on that. You know, yeah, yeah, to get, you to get the finish. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. And it's simple things like I'm sanding down the edges, and and right, you know, I know carpenters that really pride themselves on right. Every job I do, I need a new blade for my skill saw. Mm. Yeah, and and the other customers, then you see other joineries, you see the bite marks and the edges. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. I've got to fill that before like, I even think about putting a primer on it. That last kitchen it's, I put on other thing that would be spoke without scalloped edges. They had new doors on it. That was yeah. son-in-law that made him in his garage. They were bloody brilliant. Yeah. Mm. Some, you know, some big stuff that's turned out, they were spot on. I and mean, some people are just like hidden gems at that sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? Some people yeah. can just tap in and do it. Yeah. You know, there's a couple of carpenters yeah. around here that, you know, I, I do bits and pieces for and I work for, and, and they are great at what they do. 
they really really are and hats off to him and I've walked into one where he he's got his own most you know most carpenters pretty much now have got their own sort of like dustless sanders setups as well because they use it for their saws but um they'll sand down all the edges of the medi mdf and it's just right mm. i've hardly got to do anything to that i've just yeah, got a match yeah. up and sprayer yeah. and that's how it should be I, each I trade to, should hand over i used to work, yeah. work for a builder about 10, 11 years ago, and I did a massive house like some off Grand Designs, and it was a lot of tulip wood. But there was Graham <coughs> the builder, he was a general builder, he had Rene that was a builder, and Rene was spot on. He was one of them blokes that he was good enough to have his own company, but he didn't want the hassle. Yeah. The, the ideal employee. <laughs> um, and then there was Chris, the joiner. And when they were building, Chris had labour for them. <laughs> and then... When, when there was doing joinery, Rene, but Rene, he, he could silicon like a robot, but when Chris did his joinery, he'd countersink his screws, put plugs in, plain and flush, and then they'd sand it when they're done. So you turn up, it's minimal, fine surface filler, and that's it. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, yeah. You know, everybody were part of a team, and they played the game. Do you know what I mean? They didn't think, oh, decorate will sort that out with a bit of filler. Yeah, yeah unfortunately, I think because social media has been a bit of, a bit of an enemy for us as well you know they see other trades see the lengths the decorators are going to to get their finishes yeah. and it is that age old thing oh it's alright a decorator sort of out oh that's their job now yeah, yeah. that's yeah. their yeah. job now the decorators taking on more they're yeah. alright and the thing is as well with the way we are with the sprayers the ma- right from the sprayers to the masking tapes to the to the better products that are available to us now in the last five years customers are demanding more yeah. Do you know what I mean? They really, really are. They're like, well, why is that bit up there like that? You know, you live in a cottage, love. Yeah. So what, what, do, what do you want me to do with that? They want their house to look like it's in the good homes guide all the time. That's exactly yeah, yeah, that, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And you've just got to be, you've got to be honest. I'm finding I've got to lay things out a lot more. Mm. You've got to set the ground rules down when you walk into a job. Look, I can do this. Again, but, it's yeah. educating your customers, isn't it? It, it, it is yeah. massive. It's, it's getting tiring having to Angel do it. Faster. You've got you, characters in every single house. Even a new village, you've got a character. As much as yeah, you don't want it, that wall is going to be out of level just because not everything's going to be built perfectly. But <laughs> you'll do whatever you can do. But here's a question for all you. I think this is going to be the last one because I'm getting pretty tired. I'm going to have to do this. What is... What is um, are you going to look at your trade and look at a new skill within the trade so right now the, the only reason why I'm saying that is because right now I'm, I'm really enjoying like trying to learn how to sign right and guild mm, nice so it, it's like I'm doing like stupid things just to get me into it so I've done this like little you can kind of see little tint and I'm going to like guild that to try and get it as a mirror um, yeah. it's only because like I thought about it and I thought, do you know what? If they can do it, why can't I? Like, yeah. Why, it, why I can't I change the skill myself. set and pivot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like because if I'm if I'm not enjoying as much, say, um, with the decorating, why why shouldn't I look elsewhere? Move over, yeah. yeah. I'll I'll, then, I'll jump in there. I've got two. One <coughs> is the polished plaster, like the sort the of stuff Brent does. Yeah, yeah, the Venetian, the polished. The finishes like that, but I think is there a market for it near me? And the other one 
There is so many Artex ceilings near me and I get sick of having to wait for a plaster. I thought, yeah. is it worth investing in doing the spray plastering? Yeah, this, I was just about to say the spray plastering. It's yeah. insane. I, I think that would be my better, best option out of it too. Yeah. yeah. As far as your market goes, Chris, you once people know, I, I swear for years and years and years, customers have been asking decorators to do certain finishes and they've just been getting a flat note. So if you all of a sudden become the guy that says, yes, yeah. I can do that different thing that you want, you'll create your own market because mm-hmm. Betty that you do the house for will all of a sudden go, this guy's fantastic, he really listens, he, what, what and it'll is create it, is, its is it own fashion, work. Is it a fashion thing? Because I, I remember, I don't know if looking at you a lot, I don't know if any of you a lot remember, no Dulux Duet, the rag rolling. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it soon fizzled out, and I'm thinking, well, Venetian plaster got the same way. You know, is it going to be around for a long while? It's, it's, it's been around for at least ten years now. Yeah, yeah, but there's different different things that you can do with it, as well as there's yeah, the, the marbling effects. Yeah, yeah marbling. It's, there's velvet finishes that you can do. Mm. I mean, not everyone's going to have the same thing, but at least if you can show a variety of things that you can do, then why not? And like, there's always going to be somebody that will want it. That's I've done it on this job I'm on now. I'm just doing two generic domestic bedrooms, and the customer said, "Oh, we're going to have all the skirting ripped off and put new skirting boards on." So that's cool. Yeah, can do that. that yeah. It was yeah, literally a case of just crowbar, crowbar, yeah. and their grip fix and a few pins here and there. And I mean, we all do it. We walk into a job and think, "Oh, that skirting board's terrible. None of the joins are level. Corners are awful." I spent a day doing two rooms, like removing and refitted, and the skirting boards are brand new. They're all fitted nicely, and I think that's, that's the first time I've ever fitted skirting boards. Yeah. And you're rocket science, so is it? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I've got a top saw. That's it. That's all yeah. it took. Some grip. How, how much would a carpenter charge to do that? And you, you dread to think because you think, well, yeah, of course. I charge yeah. about per room. It's not, it's not just that, though, Scott. It's you waiting for a carpenter to come and do it. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's then costing you money to wait if, to do those rooms. You, you know, you're booked up till August. So if you go on a job and you, mm. you find something wrong with it, think, oh, it could do with this ripping off and that repairing. Mm. You've then got to wait till September before the joiner can get there. So what do you do? Leave job part done? Well, that's what I said to the customer. I said, you can get these curtain balls taken off or you can have them sort of sanded and, you know, got back to a decent finish. But they were. 1970s pine, five layers of oil paint. So it would have took me all day. They were just terrible. Yeah, they were very like an inch and a half high with a rounded corner. They looked terrible. And bull nose. Bull nose, yeah. And by sort of two o'clock, both rooms were completely done. Read, you know, new skirting on, all corked in, all filled, ready for the morning. I thought, well, that was so easy. I don't want to be one of them. Oh, I can do that. I can do that. I can do that. I don't want yeah. to be a. It's just a little bit. Forces your hands, you know. They, yeah, yeah. It's another like bill for. Yeah. I'd like to go back to marbling and wood graining. Yeah. I did it all in college. Knew how to do it. I had a. I had my old my old college tutor. I don't even know if he's still alive anymore. He was getting on when I was there, but he's, he had a cracking name. His name was John Wigglesworth. He's an amazing bloke. Wow. And, um, he taught he yeah. taught me how to like do mahogany. Taught me how yeah. to do. He taught even taught me how to do granite, granite nice. effects like wow. on MDF and stuff like that, and marbling, scumbling, rag rolling, stippling. He taught me it all. And then even just outside there in my shed, 
I've got everything. I've got the hogs, the hogs hairbrushes, the badger soft hair softeners, everything. I've got it there. And it's just in a box, sat there doing nothing. I used to have them, then I gave them away. Yeah, I'll never get rid of them. Yeah. I'll never get rid of them. Um, why not? Why not start? Why don't just do as <coughs> just get in the rhythm again? Well, that's the thing. Now I've got the workshop and I've got umpteen bits of MDF lying around. I mm. can spray them up in a black finish or a dark grey finish, and then just start and doing the veins on them and stuff like that, and then varnish them yeah, and yeah. stuff. I saw someone nothing. today actually. Um, it might have been yesterday. It was on like a sponsored post on Instagram, and a guy had grained some flat MDF doors to match in with the LBT flooring that the customer had. Nice. And it was like a sort of dark walnut floor. Yeah. And it looked really cool because it just flowed straight up into the door and it, you know, the finish you've got on yeah, it. Yeah, and amazing. I suppose unless you unless you were to look at that specific area, you wouldn't go, oh, that's matched in. you just think that's the... It looked, it looked like it applied LBT to the door. Yeah, there you go. Was, I mean, it was absolutely identical. Was really, really I, cool. um, The last one I did was for... Uh, a, lo- a local guy, he's a hairdresser, opened up his new salon. He's he's been in in, in the town for like years now. Um, but when I was doing a little bit of wallpaper in there, basically because his whole shop front was glass and he had the big RSJ going over in in the in the roof, the big steel. Mm-hmm. And then he had by the as you open the double doors, there were two round, about yay big steel pillars coming down either side of the doors. Two of them. And he said, "What can we do with them?" I said, "Well, look." I ain't done it in a while. I said, but why don't we make a feature out of them? He said, what are you thinking? I said, why don't I do um, like a like a vert to tear marble on them? And he said, can you do that? I said, yeah. And I managed to sort of like dig out some old college photos actually off of like film that I'd had lying around. And I said, look, this is this is it. It might take me a little while, a couple of evenings, but I can do it. I signed him at the top. They're, they're still there now. They're still there. And, oh, and, he, and he said, I still awesome. get comments now from them. <laughs> but it's nice it's, yeah it's, go for it go for it go for it Scott if you want to venture off into that type of thing go for it I mean, whatever keeps I mean, you yeah I mean I think it's it's, it's um, I feel better I feel more creative I feel happier doing something but I don't know if it's just because I'm stepping away from what I'm doing for a job and I'm doing this as a hobby um, so I don't know if it's um just going to be a flash in the pan kind of thing, mm. and a hobby for Scotty. <laughs> Look, I've been trying to, I've I've been trying to punch bespoke finishes now for a solid two years. Yeah. There, I don't think there'll ever be a time where that's all I'll do. No, there isn't a market for it, but it's a fantastic upsell. So if you go into a job and you're painting the home anyway, and all of a sudden they go, "We wanted to do something with the fireplace, but we didn't know what." We wanted to do something with the kitchen, but we didn't know what. And you can add that, then it's a fantastic upsell that no one else has. Yeah, yeah. And you get to do something else. Yeah, exactly. And it separates you from the rest of the noise. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, to to do a to do a kitchen that you guys are talking about from the floor that flows in, that, that you can probably count on one hand how many people could do that. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's that's that's a proper art. And that'll create its own market. Mm. Mm. It's interesting. I mean, you got to do what you love, though, Scott. That's the thing. It's 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 about you know the quality quality of life that you want. Do you feel a bit stale at painting then? Yeah, I do. I'm not. I'm not like not feeling it. Yeah, I'm not overly. I mean, I'm happy enough. I think I got. You're not super passionate about it. 
Yeah, like I, I, I'm yeah. doing it, and I'm like, I'm, I'm liking it more at the moment just because I'm in an old property and yeah. it's looking, it sounds look nice. But I think it was just because I had one after the other, a really modern house, and it was all white, and I was having trouble yeah. with the paint. And then it went on to the next one, which was, um, oh, was it timeless going into white again? They just wanted mm. to change it white. And it was taking three coats. And it was just like, even though I was doing it, everything, you know, how I usually do it, all of a sudden, I, it, it is like I was fighting against the, my own um, application methods that I've used. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just like, you start to question yourself. You think, well, am I, am I like, getting worse or am I just not caring or is the products going downhill? Do you feel sometimes like if you do some wallpaper, do you feel like that's a break from the norm or do you see that as within your normal realm of decorating? Because obviously we don't do paper in as much as we paint. No, that's it. I mean, Do you see it as a treat? No. Oh, okay. (laughs) No, I don't. No, I don't. I love papering. I love it. Oh, yeah, I, 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 I used to. I don't mind. Sorry, Brent. I, I, I talked to you there. <coughs> hey. Me? I, 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 I thought Brent was going to say something. Oh, no. no, 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 not oh, at all. Oh, man. Oh, I just, it, it sounds, no, I'm, I'm listening to a conversation I had with myself two years ago when I sort of started down this journey of, I was just, to I was just bored. It was just boring mm. to go yeah. to, Everyone says, oh, we go to different jobs. Yeah, but we're still an architect. Skirting board's a skirt board. A mm. wall's a wall. Whether it's, you know, black, blue or otherwise, it's the same thing. So, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it, it's very rewarding when you, when you finally get to do something you're really passionate about. When you talk to a client about it, that's when they get excited because you're passionate about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it, it's really, it sounds horrible, it's really easy to sell because you want to do it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Scott, do you know, you, with your, like, your gilding and stuff like that, it, mm-hmm. it was a, it's a bit like me when I wanted to take the dog training a little bit further. Yeah. You know, I, I, I fell into the dog training and whatnot through through just doing some agility just to keep keep my dog occupied and blah, blah, blah. Ended up competing and then my trainer said, look, why don't you come qualified? I was like, and I went away and I thought about it. And actually I thought it's a switch off for me. It's yeah. a switch off from the norm. Yeah. I can I can go, even if it's teaching other people, it's something completely different. Yeah. And that's the same thing with, with like the gilding, the marbling and the wood grain and all that sort of stuff. It's just a switch off. It might start as a hobby, but you've got the time to grow that hobby and it could flourish into something else as an addition to your business. So, you know, I mean, right now, this is going to sound completely mad, I'm getting more phone calls about dog training than I am the decorating at the moment. That's fine. That's good. Totally off topic, I just talked with my personal trainer last week about being a personal trainer for over 50s. Aiming at a client base of over 50s. You know, because a lot of them are in that generation where they don't want somebody younger... (laughs) <laughs> what was that? So yeah, a bit, bit more around the middle of that age, don't you? Or aerobics. Well, well, it's like <clears throat> a lot of them at that age, that generation, they don't, <laughs> they don't want to learn off somebody younger because they're too stubborn, don't uh, they? Yeah, yeah. And they feel a bit intimidated and they've got some sort of like Yeah, when you've got some young buff Chippendale there yeah. like that, all inched up like showing them. I yeah, just yeah. thought, what about personal trainer for over 50s? 
Yeah, would that, that be a good call? You know what, For me, did you say? No, for, for me. No, yeah, I'm talking, say, I was like, no, I'm talking to my personal trainer <laughs> about it. You're a general me. No, I'm talking to my personal <laughs> trainer about it. I was actually joking, <laughs> saying, uh, calling it a saga personal trainer. I like <laughs> it. Saga well, you'd be on cruise ships if you really wanted to, Chris. That'd yeah, be, that would be good. Yeah, with little that. little tiny widey shorts on. Just <laughs> about come back. Yeah. <laughs> young man, young man. <laughs> no, but that that was oh. just an idea that flitted through my head, you know. Because to be a yeah. personal trainer, you can you can batch qualifications out six months, basics. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I thought well, uh, that'd be a different route, even if it was just for my own benefit. Well, yeah, especially if it's something that you're interested in as well, and you want to, and you want to kind of get into it, and you learn about it, and then you again, as Brent was saying, I think he's gone now, unfortunately, well, but. It, Finding that passion. Yeah, well, I started back at gym in September after a long break because of COVID and all that. And it was like, I started back because I needed to. Whereas now, I go because I want to. Yeah. Not because I need to go, I want to go. Like, I'll be there tomorrow, I'll be up at I mean, five o'clock in the morning and off again. And it's because I want to yeah. go, not because I need to go. There's only one five o'clock I see. <laughs> yes. That's, that's when the chase comes on. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, are we, uh, is that, else are we about done for this one? Yeah. Well, I think we're there. Yeah. I see Harry there, so I'm going to say hello to Harry. It's, I can't see him. I can oh, see no, him, I can't see him either. Oh. I'm here, my camera's just crap. I've been lying to doing this thing and just watching it. <laughs> you be what, uh, sorry? You're right. Yeah, how are you, boys, anyways? Yeah, we're all yeah, good. Tired. Should have kept it in your pants, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to happen someday. You learned the hard way. <laughs> oh, mate, it's one of them. Wouldn't jump the world. Yeah, that's that's the big one. You have you have a kid, and then you just work goes. It's only work, and that's it. Oh, don't you be putting Scott off? <laughs> oh, that's fine. I can't wait. <laughs> no, it was good what you were saying just then because I, I had it a few months ago I was just like you know what why the fuck am I doing this this is just like I don't know it was just one of them jobs nothing was going wrong it was just the same kind of groundhog day feeling I was just like well I've learned this trade so well it's just like it's too late to go into anything else but yeah it's, it's never too late everyone just has them days if I'm honest I used to think that I'm told to be an apprentice, which I am, but it's never too late, late to learn something else. Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah. Well, I you, think were, it's you were allowed those days, though. You were allowed those days. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's normal. I don't think you're normal if you don't have those days. If you don't have a down yeah. day. Nah, exactly. Exactly. I'm, I'm, down, I'm, I'm glad that I'm not the only person, um, which is sometimes what you, if you, especially by yourself, you. No, you think, uh, is this right to feel that? Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. But I think when you talk to her like this like, and you bring it up, you're like, oh, okay, then maybe it's not just me. Maybe I'm yeah. just human. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think as well, it's like painters get abused. So bad, yeah, 100%. All the shit. 100%. You should be reporting that if you're being abused, Scott. I know, I can't, it's, I haven't got a voice. <laughs> it, the trade, the, there's no trade body that would listen to me. Who's the Esther Ranson of the paint world? Oh, yeah. 
It's been lovely to catch up with you guys, but I think I'm going to go. Yeah, I think I'm going to wrap up and all. I'll, I'll yeah. be up at five, like I said. Off again. There you go. Like, it's, 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 it's swans just as then. He's like, oh, I'm going to go for five anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an eager guy. No friends, fans. It's been good. <laughs> so, <laughs> So, right, we'll wrap up. I think uh, I'm just checking everybody's uploaded. Mine is. Mine is 99%. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 99. Yeah, all right, Scott. Really? I'm 82 for some reason. All right, Scott. What do I do? I don't know. I can't just leave. Podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPaintEd.org.